All right, I see y'all coming in the building, man. Got 11,000 people in the building. Appreciate that unwavering support. Sure do. Wait for my comrades to come up in here. We can get this in. What is that? Peace to the family. Omar Reed, what's good, man? Pure Black, what it do? Black Falcon 702. Hey, Black Lion, you're a funny guy. Where you at, Mumu? <laughs> oh, man. Hey, Sean, you know I sent the joint to the email, bro. Where you at? You in the chat? Where you at? How you going to be in the chat? Not in there. That's crazy, Sean. Come on, bro. It's bananas, y'all. Sean in the chat, but ain't in the daggone thing. Man, let me see. Let me do it this way, Sean. You should have the link. I think I put it in there. Oh, I didn't. No idea, y'all. No, I put that in there. Let me see. 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 Yeah, put the link in there, Sean. Where you at? Nope. Do it like this, Sean. I sent it there, yo. Sent that link there. Mm -hmm. Get that right here, man. Let's see where we at. Chat filling up 34,000 and climbing. Second. 
All right, man, let's go ahead and get this thing cooking right, man. I see you, Sean. Gotcha. Every name's out now. No, no, no. All right, what's good, Sean? What's going on? Did you get your slides off? Oh, yeah. You ain't gonna be able to breathe after you finish. Ha. Ah. <laughs> I ain't on no clock. Yo, that was spectacular work, yo, in a couple seconds we had, yo. Five minutes, yo. Yeah. Key points. That's how they do it. Hold on one second, yo. Man, let them know who you is, man. We live already, yo. Oh. Uh ETM Hotel Rennie Sean, welcome to peace. My name is Sean. Member of the Monster Warrior Clan, Sessu Money Manager, and Kobe Pasta Research Team. Uh, you know, uh, go check out our work, man. You know what I mean? We uh we drop spears of the Monster Volume One, working on volume two. Um look forward to dropping that release date in a few weeks. Let y'all know when the book will be coming. And uh so volume two, hopefully you guys got volume one. Uh, you can hit us up, inbox us on Facebook, whatever you need a link to get volume one. Or if you want me to ship it out, you know what I mean? You can hit me up, cash at me, send me your name, you know, your address and stuff. And I had that joke out to you in the morning. Um, also, you know, uh, being dropped the, first, the country community first Pan-African Journal. I got an article in that Joker, uh, part two. He, he getting ready to release the uh, second edition. And I think I got two articles in that Joker. I think people are really going to appreciate and like um, out of that. As far as all the other work, you know what I mean? Uh, we collectively put out the rebuttal book to Walter Williams. And his, uh, that's the book that got said he shook, as the saying goes. But I kind of go on from there, you know, and we just living like that. But uh, we just steady working, man. You know what I mean? Steady working. We just ain't on YouTube. We actually working and uh, putting the workout research constantly. Right now, I got educating the lady on how to read the whole article. She was reading half the article going to do Google searches for some biased research. About about vaccines, and then she wouldn't want to read the entire uh, article. So I said, when when an article concludes, they find no conclusive evidence that vaccines was in uh, at risk of any you know uh, foul play with uh, anything that happened to the children, and she wouldn't accept that. So she continued to keep on trying to dig dig dig. I said, you gonna find one. I said, you'll find one case that, that may say the vaccine did something because it's one in a million. So it's not saying it's hot. It, it's saying it's likely that that could. Uh, uh, you got uh, Corey waiting. All right. But uh, 
it is what it is, you know. People do that, you know, they do that, that biased research for a reason. And then they don't want to deal with the actual evidence. And don't, they don't even, I can't even believe you'll go and pull an article out and not read a conclusion. Or you'll go and get these newspaper articles and play on people's feelings. And then don't even read what the newspaper, but the, uh, the, the writer of the news article says at the end, you know, so it's, it's, it's baffling. It's baffling. And then um, the one instance where she found some uh, someone who kid um, actually had a true reaction, which was rare to chicken pox. Um, this kid's mother says this does not change her mind about vaccines. You know what I mean? So and in every instance she tried to use something, it was it was like uh, what was it? Europeans. She you know actually said vaccines work. We actually turned it. <laughs> they all started yeah. saying vaccines work. I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, so. Yeah, she said that, Sean. Remember that? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, she did. But she didn't want to argue about that because she didn't want to, you know what I mean? She want to be about peace and love. <laughs> oh, Marie says. Who was the mystical dude in the turban? <laughs> Yo had a wish McCormick turban on. He had on uh, Nick Cannon, Nick Cannon turban, yo. Turban, yo. Yeah, that was, that was uh, Corey with the K. <laughs> Corey, yeah, Corey with the K. <laughs> yo start getting mad at me, yo. I said Chroma, Chroma, Chromason, what was it called? Mm. He don't even understand, yo. Based off me reading that, that chrome, what was it called, yo? Chroma what? Chromanium. Chromanium would actually help your T and B cells. It would actually work, help out if a pathogen came through it, make it remember better, make it a better immune response. Or it could shut your immune system down. Like they got drugs that shuts your immune system down. Like when you get a, um, uh, uh, a daggone, uh, quote unquote, an implant, right? Your body attacks it. Now, why do your body attacks the liver? If, you, if, if you're getting a liver transplant, why does the body attack it? Because that particular body part is considered a non-self. In the literature, they call it self and non-self. And that mm -hmm. was considered non-self. So they got to give you these drugs that literally shuts down your immune system. So I'm thinking based off the rendering of the chrome, the chrome what's it called again? Chromanium. Chromanium, right? That it kind of aids it, it, the evil or. But so that's still, right? The, the cranium still would not help, you know what I'm saying, with actually identifying a pathogen. Meaning when the pathogen comes in, the body takes notes on it. It reads the molecules, it starts to understand it. Okay? It, it gets a, a, a snapshot of it and it figures out how to defeat it. The cronium wouldn't do that. The cronium would help in the process. So the cronium does not replace the daggone pathogen. That's the daggone point. You still need a pathogen. Fool don't do it. You know what I'm saying? Fool can't make your body think it's recognizing a daggone virus. It's just ridiculous, man. What's going on? Vance, what it do, man? What's good? What's good? Peace to the panel. Y'all on at a decent time today. I'm here. I'm here. I was you listening to you. You about to fade out, ain't you? No, no, no. I ain't late. 
I was listening to the conversation a little bit. I'm not. I didn't quite hear the end of it. I fell off a little bit, but it was interesting conversation. We got to read the work before we criticize. Which work? Uh, <laughs> which work you talking about? In general, just understanding Darwin, understanding evolution, just in general, before we get so critical of things, we don't even try to comprehend it, really. Yeah, we kind of do too much. I can agree with that, man. We, no, we definitely. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, a lot of people, you know, if it if things don't comport uh, with they are with the ideology, then they just disregard it anyway. They don't even look into it. And we, you know, we was kind of talking about that on Garfield's show earlier. You know, uh, with the cognitive dissonance and the in the in the confirmation bias. So you know, you know, accepting some some people, and and, and you don't. The thing is, you don't have to. Um, discount you know your your creationism or your intelligent design or whatever it is you're trying to put off right and these people are, are anti-vaxxers but um most of the time i find like anti-vaxxers is, is probably religious you know what i'm saying but like you know evolution kind of infringes on the uh creation story you know what i mean but <laughs> They don't realize, you know, because the, the thing is, because they don't look into it, they don't see that evolution don't really, it don't have to infringe on your creation story or, or your intelligent design. So if they would just look into it a little more, they would see they could actually work with the science and, and still maintain their creation story. You know what I mean? I just wanted to add that. All right, so Sean, what we gonna do? How you wanna go first or I'll go? No, let me get first. <laughs> All right, let me get it out of here. Let me see. Uh, which was I doing? Black man, no conversation, vaccine conversation. You know, we had so many daggone things we could have, so many different directions we could have went in that conversation. Um. This is like, it was stuff I just couldn't. All right, so we, so I think that, let me let me share my screen right, right here real quick. All right. And there's <clears throat> some elements that's important that we, that we just didn't have no time to do. No time, couldn't do it, right? So, all right, screen sharing start yet? Yep. Periodic table, this is what the brother was trying to talk about, the periodic table. He called it the mathematical chart. I mean, we can all make mistakes, but it's the, you know. Did he call yeah. the periodic table of elements the mathematical chart? Yeah, yeah, he's trying to figure it out. Wow. I mean, you know, he ain't familiar with none of the, none of this stuff at all, really. Um, okay, y'all see this right? This chromium. This is what we talking about, right? Twenty four. My correct, Sean? Yeah, chromium. Yep, number twenty four. And uh, uh, selenium. Si. What number? Uh, fourteen. No, 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 not fourteen. My bad. Oh, shit, I can't see. 
He said Comanium, and then he said the other one. Um, hold on, I get it. Go ahead, uh, start there, and I get the other one. So it's right here on the element chart, right? I never asked him for an element on the element chart. I asked him for foods, and I asked him for herbs that could actually cause an immune, a specific immune response. You, you know, your adaptive immunity has two parts to it. And I'm talking about the part where it actually takes in a pathogen, recognizes it, you know what I'm saying, and figures out how to deal with it. That's what I'm talking about. And that's what food cannot do. Similar as that. Food cannot do that. Won't do it. And that's why our vaccines are valuable. And that's why um, I think, hold on, let me, let me freeze right there. Just a nut. There's another guy that was part of that debate, Gary Noel. They take stuff from people like this. But right here, it's always this. We always start with this right here. We always, we always start with this. This is why I teach what I teach because this is the place to start. This is where all functioning nations start. This is where all nations that want to be on top, you know what I'm saying, and not just get decimated, they start right here. They get groups of people who study this. They send them to Western schools. They send them wherever they got to go to to get this. Whether you're in Africa, going to African schools, African universities, you got to learn this. Watch this. Human medicine must be evolutionary-minded because. So none of them agree with evolution. So why are they even having a vaccine conversation then? But remember, the title was, should we take vaccinations or not? Yay or nay, pro-vaccines. Should you be pro-vaccines? Should we take medically? What's the exact title, Sean? Um, yeah, it was, um, should Black people uh, take vaccines uh, pro or cons? Um, hold on. I just got out of it because I was trying to find the other one. I think it's selenium SE was the, the other one element that he mentioned. Hmm. So in the title, the question is, should we take vaccines? Yes or no? So you have to understand what a vaccine is before you can tell a group of people not to take it. But for you to even understand what a vaccine is, you got to understand the immune system. And for you to understand the immune system, you got to understand the human body. You got to have a basic working knowledge of the immune system, just a basic understanding. And that's what I gave them uh, in this conversation, right? But then you got to understand viruses. And to understand viruses, you got to understand evolution. So if you understand evolution and you understand viruses, then when you make a vaccine, it has to be evolutionary mind minded. Let me give you something they did. They did antibiotics, right? But, but but those doctors, those early doctors that made like Fleming and them, Fleming, right? When they made the antibiotic, they didn't have evolution in mind. That's why antibiotics don't work. It's what, like penicillin don't work. Okay? It's not working. Why not? Because, right, the, 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 the bacteria that, that, that penicillin once killed, once killed and destroyed, right, have evolved, right? They, they have developed a resistance. So, so if, you, if, if, if you're dealing with medical science, you got to allow for evolution. 
So when they make this vaccine, they gotta allow for evolution, man. So evolutionary biology is the science that has proven to unify medicine, y'all. Vaccine science is medicine. Humans all grow, we all get sick, and we all will die in a world of other evolving organisms. A virus is an evolving organism. What'd you say? I'm just listening to this on my phone. Our genetic diseases were forged by evolution. Our genetic diseases were forged by evolution. Viruses were forged by evolution. Three domains of life. Eukaryotic bacteria and archaea. The three domains of life. The biological variation within Homo sapiens is the result of evolution. The biological variations within humans, right? Homo sapiens is a result of evolution. Nick Cannon. White people have are variations of the original African. You got to know this. So when you step up and you talking, you got to have your stuff right where they can't mess with you. If you just say, well, you know, Europeans are a genetic mutation of Africans, they couldn't have fired them, yo. It's in the literature. That's just, a, check this out. That's just as slick. Oh, you a mutation. That's slick. The ignorant white people are like, hey, 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 hey. But the scientists were like, yes, he's right. See how you can get them? Yo, you a mutation, yo. What they, go, what they gonna say, yo? Hmm. That's what I'm saying. The biological variation within Homo sapiens sapiens is a result of evolution. Human bodies, behaviors, right? We talk about religion, right? We talk about the believing brain, right? It has evolved, man. Religion is a byproduct of our cognitive thinking skills, which evolved in the brain. So if you do not understand evolution, if you do not understand vaccines, then why are you in the daggone conversation? So we shaped by evolution, yo. The source right here is, oh man, I didn't do that. Can't even see it, yo. Y'all can look this up on YouTube. Excellent lecture series, man. Holiday lecture series on science. 2011 series. Howard Hughes Medical Institute. Oh man, Howard Hughes, man, shut up. Given by Tim D. White. Man, he's excellent in the way he puts that thing together, man. Excellent. All right. So our physiological physiologies were shaped by evolution because humans evolved, y'all. And it ain't and it ain't that it ain't it ain't complicated. You know what I'm saying? Is 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 simple. Can I get out of here? All right.
me do this right here. And get right to the point. Watch this. Okay. All right, immunization, immune system. Hit the little arrow, the box. Got yeah, it. got it, got it. All right, immune system, yo. This is why they couldn't win. This is why I ain't even go first, because if I go first, the whole day going to think that the whole conversation is over with, man. You know what I'm saying? The whole piece at that point is over with. Ain't no need to have a damn conversation. Because once you understand the daggone immune system, you understand how ridiculous the whole daggone thing was. You know what I'm saying? It was, ridic it was ridiculous. Let me see this real quick. I, mean, I want to do something real fast, y'all. I'm going to throw this in here. Hold on. You know, we're on top of our game. We can do stuff right in the middle of what we're doing. Hold on. Real quick. Real fast. And I want to. Show you why I do what I do, man. We should all have a reason for doing what we're doing. All right. Yeah, we should all have a reason for doing what we're doing. So, yeah, the immune system, right? Nature's way to fight pathogens, viruses, worms, parasites. They don't think any moves, huh? Is it stuck? Now you gotta hit the button. What button? Yeah, mouse. I ain't got no mouse. I'm doing my up and down. What you talking about? It ain't gonna do up and down, yo. You using the keypad? Yeah, it do do up okay, and down so like that. All right, hold on. Goodness, goodness. Nah, I go to the very top. Oh, there man, you go. Doing it. There All you right. go. So see, they was in checkmate once you understand the immune system. This is why I do what I do. That's my baby right there. She ain't a baby no more, man. I think she's 13. Almost tall as me. Right? You see, we masked up is important. You know what I'm saying? Went to lunch yesterday, chilling. Right? But we should always, you know what I'm saying, teach the babies. Right? We should always teach the people what we teach our children. That's important. All right. Shout out to Nubia, a sunky. Shout out to you, Smith. I think you consider a teenager, right? Mm -hmm. Shout out to Percy Julie. 
Levon Julian, forgotten genius, the first African-American chemist, right? In the National Academy of Science, right? Percy Julian, April 11th, 1888. April 19th, 1975, was a research chemist and pioneer in chemical synthesis of medical drugs from plants. He unlocked the magic of plants. So how are we going to act like we ain't supposed to be doing that? How are we going to act like that? Synthesize, you know what I'm saying? Meaning figure out the active ingredients. There are active ingredients in herbs that we should be trying to unlock and learn about. Not talk about the evolution. Not, you know, down the evolution. Not down pharmaceutical companies. We know, we know pharmaceutical companies ain't perfect. We get that. We know it's business. We get all of that. Food is the energy. Like gas to a car. Just that simple. It's not even complicated. So I want y'all to know that this side promotes healthy eating. Matter of fact, this is my vegan day, so I, I won't be eating no meat today at all. Plain and simple. Eating vegetables, fruits, you know what I'm saying? Juices, you know what I'm saying? It's essential. Clean meats, right? If you can afford it, you know what I'm saying? Shopping whole foods. If you can afford it, try to get your meat as clean as possible. Very important because this fuel fuels the body and helps and make sure all your systems are working so that your cells can divide. This is essential. Just like your car ain't going nowhere if it has no gas, so your body ain't working right if it has no gas. But the gas ain't the oil in the car, y'all. It's just not. Your food, you know what I'm saying, does not cause an immune response, not unless you are allergic to it. It's a coronavirus right here. Electron microscope. That's real. For all y'all to say it ain't real, right? That's a picture of it right there. Simple as that. So when dealing with the immune system, right, it protects you against viruses, bacteria, fungi, worms. Simple as that. It's not a magic shield. Your immune system is not a magic shield that puts a golden glow around you. So immune system lines of defense right here, y'all. Got three lines of defense. Your skin is your first line of defense, y'all. Your skin. And then mucous membranes. So when people like Dr. Sabi and all that be talking about, oh, mucus is the cause of all disease, the red flag should go up if you understand the immune system. No, mucus ain't the cause of all disease. Mucus is trying to stop pathogens that could possibly cause disease. What in the world are we talking about, Mr. Nick Cannon? We're not being hard on Nick Cannon. We're simply telling him the truth. We're not being hard on the people. We're simply telling them the truth. We have enough sense to understand what we've all been through and how we have a real need to reconstruct our history 
man, goddamn, man, I'm sympathetic of that. Like, I get that. Like, I know we all come from pseudo beginnings. So I'm not going to look at you seeing, you seeing you, see you in your pseudo beginnings, you know what I'm saying, then talk bad about you. I wouldn't do you like that. I don't try to do that. We might get the beef, and if you try to come back with the nonsense, then I'm on your head, right? But if you're generally trying to learn your history, then let's sit down, let's talk about it. Let's start with evolution. Then let's send you over to the masses. You know what I'm saying? Let's look at the homework of the Amaral squad. You know what I'm saying? Let's critique through the pseudo killers. That's what we do around here. Don't get mad at me. Get mad at yourself. We know they hid the history from you, right? In a secret place, a secret vault called the library. We know. Called the universities. We get it. So skin is your first line of defense, right? And the mucus. That's why we don't deal with Dr. Savy. Now, when Dr. Savy talking about eating some food, y'all, I'm with that. That's cool. Eat a good. I'm with that. But when he try to, to eliminate the mucus from your body, he's trying to kill you. Thank goodness that none of that food could actually do what he claimed it could do. Thank goodness, y'all, because we all be dead. And I like to mention, right, the doctor said he actually died from a pathogen. <laughs> Man, you know, and that's not even a shot. That's the truth. So your skin is your first defense. This is the point we was making. That's the membrane. By the mucus cannons. All right? That's your first line of defense. But your mucus in your skin don't catch all the pathogens. Nope. You got a pathogen that got past that. Then you got to deal with what? Your second line of defense, y'all. Once you understand the immune system, and once you understand vaccinations or vaccines in the immune system, then you got to say, man, them West Africans were sharp as a hawk when they took the actual pathogen, a small portion of it, right, and inoculated themselves against the smallpox, that was ingenious. It wasn't the food or the herbs they had. Do you know what type of rich tradition that Africans have in herbs? They have one of the oldest traditions on planet Earth, dealing with herbs, y'all. The Chinese has a very old tradition of, of natural uh, 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 herbal medicine. You know what I'm saying? They, they, they too have one of the oldest traditions. But in China, they got vaccines, man. In Africa, they got vaccines, man. So the second line includes microphages, all right, and your white blood cells, your phagocytes, all right? This is your second line of defense. So the microphages, they actually engulf the pathogen. They eat them up, they engulf them. And they also cause what? Inflammation. So when something swells up, right, turns red, when a mosquito bites you and it, and, it, and it swells up and turns red, man, that's the phagocytes causing inflammation. It's trying to protect you against the pathogen, y'all. But we know if you're in Africa somewhere and a mosquito got malaria, your skin, Right, and your phagocytes don't they, it go right past those first two lines of defense. So, right here, you step on a stick, right? It pokes you, okay? On that stick, it might have some pathogens, right? But it'll swell up, try to protect you, but them pathogens are gonna get in. That's why the technic shot is so important. That's a vaccine, y'all. 
So mast cells, part of the second line of defense, assist with allergic and inflammatory processes. All right? The histamine, okay? Cause the inflammation. These are non-specific responses, y'all. Non-specific, simple as that, all right? So I was asking for a specific response. What is it that causes a specific response? Is it food, is it herbs, or is it the virus itself? This is the part that they could never get past. Now the gentleman that was speaking before me, right? He was actually talking about the three lines of damn defense right? But didn't know it. He talked about the B cells and the T cells. All right? He talked about that, the lymphocytes. He actually talked about that. <laughs> wow. So we talked well, he about... Didn't, he didn't know. Yeah. He didn't know, huh? He was just kicking words. Yeah, he couldn't have known, bro. Because now we talked about the adaptive immune system, the antigen. The antigen is a virus a pathogen, a, a worm. We call them antigen. All right, foreign to the body, y'all. How does your immune system adapt to this? Let's see how your immune system adapts to this. Remember, the pathogen has passed the first stage. They have passed the second stage of protection, right? Now what? What's going to happen? Well, hopefully, if you get a vaccine, right? Your immune system training and preparation. How do you train your immune system? You can only train your immune system through the daggone pathogen, y'all. I'm gonna say this again. You can only train your immune system through the pathogen. Or you can get the third generation vaccines. We're gonna hold that, we're gonna, we're gonna save that for the end, right? I didn't get a chance to bring that last time. So that's a vaccine. It's a black guy. <laughs> That's the vaccine. The vaccines are black, and I'm saying they black. Why they black? Right? I'm going to go black allergy on y'all, right? Because uh, Onesimus, you know what I'm saying, from the West African tribe of Karen tribe, he actually gave that to Cotton Mathis. He actually talked, and they was like, why ain't y'all afraid of vaccine? Why, why ain't y'all afraid of smallpox? And they, show, and they showed Cotton Mathis and the scars they had on their arm. They're like, man, we, we took care of that already. And they actually did. Now, I want to let y'all know, inoculation was dangerous. Seven people out of 40 that did it would die. Plain and simple. But it was better than getting ravaged by smallpox. You know what I'm saying? And 30 and 40% of the people dying. It was way better than that. All day long. Checks and balances, right? You weigh that. Natural immunity, right? So you just got a vaccination, right? Bam. That's a white blood cell lymphocyte, right? Specialized training, all right? This is what a fool can't do. In that bag right there, you know what I'm saying, is the, the antibodies. They produce antibodies. The antibodies lock onto those molecules. They read the molecules, they lock onto it. And when those antibodies lock onto that, right, when that pathogen comes by, right, other cells come and attack it. B cells, T cells, lymphocytes. You got your memory T cells, right? And you got your memory B cells. They are remembering the pathogen that they have came in contact with. Simple. Watch how simple this is, right? We remember the pathogens that cross our path. 
and this is a very infectious virus. Be on the lookout. This is the vaccine talking to your body, y'all. Look at it. Look at the look at the vaccine teaching the body. Look at the class of T cells and B cells, memory cells. They saying, oh. All right, now in that cage is an antuated virus, right? That is now used to train the immune system. See, now they, now they, the memory being the memory T is recognizing it now, y'all. Okay, uh, uh, we got it now. We waiting on them. We got it. Okay, everybody, practice on this weakened virus. So no, the viruses that are given to you in a vaccine, antuated, right, or weakened or dead, they, they do not cause disease. I'm gonna say this again. The, 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 the viruses that are in the vaccines do not cause disease no matter what they say. So now you got your B and your T memory cells Remember this virus, right? They're looking at it. They, we got it. You march. We got you. We wreck. We straight. Now, this is the virus. Bam. The virus is, now the virus is here. You've already been vaccinated and the virus shows up, but guess what? Warning. The body already has a picture of it. They already know what it is. Oh, we ready for you. We got you. We already know you. We got you. So if we get a coronavirus, right, uh, a vaccine, when we run across coronavirus next year, the Bible like, oh, we already seen that. We, we ready for you. We got a response for that. This is how we get rid of you fast before the person catches the disease and gets sick and go through all the stuff we're going through right now, y'all. This is the world without a vaccine. So they was on Bloom Taxonomy, right? They was on that lower stage of the pyramid. Recall facts, basic concepts, define, duplicate, list, memorize, repeat. They was just repeating stuff they got off the internet. We was up here, man. We was evaluating the information. We was analyzing. We was applying it. We was understanding it, y'all. We wasn't creating no daggone vaccines. But we was in those different stages. We was dealing with a group of people who just was trying to remember a bunch of information. They did not understand the immune system because you wouldn't have that conversation if you did. That's from John Hawkins, our EDU. These were the numbers from last week, right? Around the world. 12,945,828 12, total confirmed cases. 569,878 deaths in 188 countries of coronavirus. That's why it's a problem, y'all. That's why. No matter what y'all say. My man, Sonny, that's my man. Sonny was crazy. <laughs> he was having fun. So this is this is where the rubber meets the road at, y'all. We had to speed through this. This is what they advocate. When you say, no, I do not want a vaccine, this is what you're actually saying. Natural infection versus immunization. Is natural infection better than immunization? It is true that natural infection almost always cause better immunity than vaccines. So we admit that. It's in the literature. That's cool. Whereas immunity for disease often follows a single natural infection. Immunity from viruses usually occurs only after several doses, okay? However, 
the difference, and this is what y'all got to understand, the difference between vaccinations and natural infection is the price paid for immunity. Right now, we're living in a world, right, where you are paying a heavy price for immunity. People are having blood clots. People are having heart attacks. Uh, people are going through uh, getting rashes on their skin. People are going through every day going thing under the sun based off of catching the disease, COVID-19. Coronavirus, novel coronavirus two is the virus and COVID-19 is the disease. Look at the price that we're paying. It's all around you, y'all. Death also is a price. That is the heaviest price, all right? My two twins, uncle died from COVID-19, no matter what y'all say. Very simple right here, y'all. These two boys had been exposed to the same smallpox source, okay? One had been vaccinated, the other hadn't. The one on the left side, as you're looking at the screen with all those bumps, that is his natural immunity at work. I'm gonna say this real slow. The one on the left, right? Is showing his natural immunity. He officially has lifelong immunity to smallpox, y'all. The young teenager with bumps all over him, don't have to worry about smallpox no more, y'all. But look at the price paid. Look on the right, his brother. He has been vaccinated. One on the right has been vaccinated. The one on the left, his own natural immunity. Do y'all see the price? Man, sometimes People have their own selfish reasons for why they do what they do, right? They got products they're trying to sell, you know what I'm saying? They got crowds that follow them, so they continue along this damn line. By the way, when I'm talking about immunity and stuff, this comes from the Children's Hospital of Philadelphia. That's the source on that, right? And that last picture I showed is definitely sourced up, all right? I'll give you the actual name of it. I forget the actual name of the photographer that took the pictures, but that's actually a legitimate picture. Y'all can look at that, find that picture on snoops.com and we'll actually show you that that's a legitimate picture. We're not just trying to scare people here, we're educated. The price paid for immunity after a natural infection might be pneumonia from chickenpox, intellectual disabilities from, what's that? Uh, mm, Hemolyphysis, influenza type B, Hib, H-I-B. Lamonia from, what's this? Lamonia coccus, birth defects from rebellion, liver cancer from hepatitis B virus, or death from measles. Remember, the plague of Justine was really measles. 50 million people died. Y'all remember that, huh? Right. Y'all don't even think about measles no more, man. Y'all don't even think about chicken pox no more, man. Into the acidic Jews in Brooklyn, New York had an outbreak of measles. We wasn't thinking about no measles, man. And they forced them to get vaccinated, man. And now they fine. Immunization with vaccines like natural infections induce long-lived immunity. But unlike natural infections, immunization does not exact such a high price for immunity. 
plain and simple. It's not even complicated. Watch this. This is important. If you can see the world from the perspective of your immune system, so if you was your immune system and see the world, watch this, you would realize that where the virus or bacteria comes from is irrelevant. So to your body, your body don't know that that pathogen came from a needle. Your body don't know if that pathogen came from a monkey. Your body don't know if that pathogen came from a stick, piece of metal, or just floating through the air. Your body don't know. If you could see the world from the perspective of your immune system, you would realize that where the virus or bacteria comes from is irrelevant. Your immune system sees something that is foreign, attacks it, disables it, and then adds it to the memory bank, your M memory cells and T memory cells, so it can react more quickly the next time it encounters it. Just that simple. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, food and herbs cannot do this. No matter which y'all Negropeans say, it cannot happen, it will not happen, it won't happen. Coronavirus in the droplets. Beautiful picture, man. It's a beautiful virus right there, man. Nature is beautiful and will kill you. Nature this and nature that, bananas. The differences between a vaccine and getting a disease naturally are the dose and the known time of exposure. So when you get a vaccine, you know what the dose is, you know how much the pathogen is in there and you know how much of the exposure is. When you get a natural, you don't know how much of the daggone virus you got. Walk by into some droplets, you're done. You know what I'm saying? Shake somebody's hand, might be a little bit of the disease. You just never know that. You can't control it. So we're actually controlling the factors here, right? That's important for you to understand. A vaccine controls the factors. You know what I'm saying? The amount of the virus you come in contact with of interest, right? A few vaccines induce a better immune response than natural infections. Human pavilonia. HPV vaccine is actually a vaccine against cancer, y'all. They have a vaccine against certain cancers. The high purity of specific protein and vaccine and the vaccine leads to a better immune response not, not, than, natural, than natural infection. Tetanus vaccine. How many of y'all had your tetanus shot after y'all stepped on a rusty nail or something like that? The toxin made by tetanus is so potent that the amount that causes disease is actually lower than the amount that induces the long-lasting immune response. This is why people with tetanus, let me move on the screen, disease are still recommended to get vaccine. Still hear me, Sean? Yeah, I can hear you good. Man. The screen for all. What a daggone thing it must be. I need to close some of them tabs. You're not gonna have any tabs there. Exactly. You can't present on um, PowerPoint and have 200 tabs over. Well, I got 201 that killed me. 
Hold on. Everything else was there. I'll use this then. Ha <laughs> ha. All right, diet and immune function. All right, it's university in the UK. Okay, watch this. This is important. A well-functioning immune system is critical for survival. The immune system must be constantly alert, monitoring for signs of invasion or danger. Cells of the immune system must be able to distinguish self, listen to me, from non-self, important in the literature, y'all. And furthermore, discriminate between non-self molecules, which are harmful, those some pathogens, and innocuous non-self molecules from food. Why is this important? Because your body when you eat food, your immune system recognizes the innocuous molecules on food. This is why they're in checkmate. This is why none of y'all can get around inoculation. I mean, yeah, immunization, inoculation. This is why food does not work. This is why herbs do not work because the body does not recognize it as such. Now, if the food is tainted, you know what I'm saying? Like when you eat chicken and stuff like that, and you get the disease. What, what's it called, Sean? Uh, what's it called, man? What you talking about? Chicken. Chicken. No, chicken. chicken pox? No, chicken. You funny. Oh, chicken. salmonella. Uh, salmonella. Salmonella. Yes. So your body is not reacting to the chicken. It's, it's, it's reacting to the salmonella, the pathogen in the chicken, y'all. So food can't do it because the body does not recognize the molecules in food as non-self and attacks it. It, distinct, it discriminates between it. Now, if you have allergic reactions, that's different. That will cause your immune system, but that is a disease. It's called an autoimmune disease when you are allergic to stuff, y'all. That came from, the, from, from Nutrients, a journal called Nutrients, Open Access, right? All right. Just want y'all to read the names of the people that did it. University of Southampton, Southampton, UK. All right. Southampton Biomedical Research Center, University Hospital, Southampton. All right. Just want y'all to see that. Okay. It's the actual abstract right there. Innocuous. Let's define innocuous. Producing no injury, harmless. Food does not cause injury, it's harmless. Not likely to give offense or arise strong feelings of hostility. And since we're talking about vaccines, we're saying it does not arouse an immune response. Understand the literature, understand the words in the literature. Take your time, this is how I do it. I read, I define words and I take it slow. I might not pronounce all the words right. I hit the button, I learned, I put it in YouTube, it pronounced the word out, you know what I'm saying? Like, come on, if I could do it, everybody could do this, man. This is not hard for y'all to understand why you should tell your family members they need vaccines. You slow their ass down, you show them this video right here. Bacteria and fungi, watch this. There are also T regulators. Listen to me, y'all, T regulator cells. What is a regulator? It regulates things, you know what I'm saying? 
called TREG, which are CD4 bearing T cells, vital in maintaining immune tolerance to allow the immune system to ignore non-harmful non-self such as food, pollen, and environmental antigens such as latex. Listen, y'all, listen, 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 listen. Your body actually has cells, T cells, regulatory cells, TREG, that does this process. You can't tell your body to do that process. You can't say, body, we got food and we want the food to attack pathogens. No, 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 impossible. Your body does not work like that. It says it again. This is important. Maintaining immune tolerance to allow immune system to ignore non-harmful non-self. What is non-self in the literature? Things that are not from your body is considered non-self and got nothing to do with flying through the air and know thyself. Okay? Such as food, pollen, pet. So when you're allergic to pollen, you know what I'm saying? You have an allergic reaction to that. But your body is trying to recognize it as not being a problem for us who have normal systems. But when your system is, has some type of autoimmune defect or disease, then you're going to react to pollens, and, you know what I'm saying, over time. All right? You're going to react to certain foods like peanuts and all that stuff. All right? Thus, the role of T-cell is coordinating an appropriate immune response following immune stimulation or challenges, man. Right here, here you go. This is something they did not have. And the time restraints were so tight, I wanted to bring this up. Me and Sean was talking about that. Sean was posting on Facebook, I'm pretty sure he posted by now, right? This is from the New England Journal of Medicine. Immunologically, no, wait, immunogenicity of a candidate SARS-CoV-2 vaccine. Hmm. Two inoculations with the new SARS-CoV-2 mRNA. These, this is a RNA third generation vaccination, y'all. Now, what we was talking about was protein vaccines, y'all. So they don't even understand protein vaccines, and they already on RNA vaccines and DNA vaccines. Now, they don't have any DNA or RNA vaccines licensed yet, but they're working on it. But it is the next generation. It's like the difference between a rotary plane and a jet plane. They don't even understand the daggone planes with wings and, and propellers on them. You know, with the one propeller in the front of them, they don't even understand them. They act like they can't fly. Now, we trying to, we trying to say, bro, they on the jets now. So, man, they far behind. So it says uh, the, R, the RNA-based vaccine with, with encodes a protein in the coronavirus spike illicit, watch this y'all, high titters of virus neutralizing antibody in healthy adult volunteers. Virus-specific T-cell responses were also elicited. Okay, interim findings indicate that a dose of 100 I can't even see what that is. What is that, Sean? UG. That's a, okay. All right. UG, UG per injection, uh, maximize immune response and minimize. What's this? 
regogenicity okay, of the vaccine. So now we have something in the labs that's working. Science is on the case. It actually causes a, um, a specific immune response to COVID-19. This is what people actually got shot with COVID, with SARS-CoV-19, but I mean SARS-CoV. They actually got shot up with this, y'all. Got a vaccine, got, man, that take heart. That's, that, that means you love your children, man. Talk about we ain't gonna get it, we ain't gonna get it. That means you don't love your children. That's a hard pill to swallow right there, man. Here you go. Disease prevention, creation of an immunological memory. Primary response, that's the RNA vaccine, all right? The antigen presenting cell, bam, watch this, activation, memory cells. So the memory cells, see that? Once again, the RNA vaccine, that's the antigen presenting cell, right? Boom, that's your memory T cell, B cell. It locks up, boom, it's activated now. So now the cell has been trained by this vaccine. Now watch this, secondary response, to real pathogen. Now here come the real pathogen. That's what they did in this study. They gave them the vaccine, boom, the cells remembered it. Boom, now they give you the real thing to see if the vaccine worked. Human guinea pigs. <laughs> With a lot of safety measures, y'all. They didn't, they did it in animals first. They did it in the lab first. They did all that before they even give it to humans. But you right here, here go the real pathogen, y'all. It activated the memory T cell. Now watch this. A rapid response, right? A strong response. So they got a strong response to it. This vaccine works. Now they're looking for what y'all don't understand. You know what I'm saying? Those who don't study with us, y'all tell them, oh, see, see, they, they, they ain't safe. No, man, they don't even start giving them that until they're safe. Now they do have some reactions to it. All right, so let me read this real quick. Uh, figure two disease prevention vaccine with the RNA induced a primary response by instruction by instructing the body's cell to produce an antigen that is presented to the immune system. This activates specific cells, which create a memory for this antigen. No food or no herb can do this. It cannot activate a specific cell, which will create a memory for an antigen. This is what food can do, and this is why they lost. This is why the conversation was really over with at that point. Later, when the real pathogen is present, right, the bottom, those cells recognize the same antigen and react rapidly and strongly against the infection agent. There you go. Y'all can see it again. Get this in your memory bank, man. And there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. This is why we support vaccination. This is why we do what we do, because it's just that simple. There is no other way to, to get around what we're talking about right now. It's just not. So I'm done with that. Hope I ain't bore y'all out. But I mean, I want y'all to be able to show these videos to your family members so they can get a real clear, you know, during the debate, we had to, it wasn't even a damn debate, but during the conversation we had, man, we had to, it was rapid. We had to, you know, bam, bam, bam. I couldn't even get you them last, but that's, you know, that's what it is, man. Anybody want to add something? You, Corey, you, Vance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wanted to, um, <clears throat> I wanted to touch on that last, that latter point you had made. Uh, you, you talked about um, how they, they testing, 
you know, they, they got trials, you know, for the uh, SARS COVID two. And and the thing and, and and my point is and and this this brought the I wanted to shine the light on this is um when you know this SARS COVID is disproportionately uh, affecting the black community and we're not pioneering the agenda to get this uh, vaccine uh, for the most part you know I'm, I'm Obviously, it's, it's black biologists that's that's working on it. I'm I'm not I'm, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying as far as uh, 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 the the community, the black community, when you see the people who who are um, volunteering to uh, test this vaccine, those are pioneers. That's what you call a pioneer. You know what I'm saying? And they putting their life on the line. You know, they may not die, but they may, you know, you know, something may happen. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, I'm sure everything going to go smooth and everything going to work out. But it's a chance that something may go wrong and they putting their life and their health on the line. And uh, these are most I seen all white people, the people that I saw now, I, I, I could be wrong. I see the first trial was I think was uh, like 11 people or something like that. And all of them, every one of them was white. Yeah. Every person that I saw was white. So, you know, yeah, what I'm saying is, is all white. on the same step now on the, on stage two, it's a thousand. They on stage two now. I think they're all them white, ain't they? Yeah, I, I well, they begging, they begging for uh, blacks. But yes, because I emailed Vanderbilt on the trial and they already had a thousand people. Right. And so what I'm saying is, instead of us being the pioneers of of this uh, world pandemic, we sitting back trying to tell people why not to take the vaccine. Well, vaccines ain't good. All you got to do is drink some gold water. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> it, it, it's, it's going, it's, 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 you know, it's getting ridiculous. And the problem is, and Unc said it, is, is the problem is very very simple just slow down and read if you want to know about a vaccine slow down and read that's it that's that's all you got to do but I, I i digress did you say gold water yo <laughs> gold gold water bro Oh, wow. pills, would that be the pills, the green pills, the red pills, the black oh, pills, the gray pills? <laughs> I, I'm, I'm not a name caller, but man. I'm hey, a name caller, call, man. I'm going to always call my friends out, out of love, man. <laughs> That's not, it's not yeah. like, listen, it was not like we actually slandered their names, yo. Mm -hmm. It's not like we slandered um, um, Nick Cannon. The only reason you would think I'm slandering him because you don't understand the daggone information at all. That's it. That's it. Ain't nobody slanting nobody, man. We're allowed to make critique. We're allowed to try to give the real information. Not attempt, but um, not try, but act. We, we, we see that's the environment that these people like to create. They like to create an environment where if you say something against what they're talking about, then you're attacking them. That's how they all played me to the left. Oh, we're not even going to deal with Uncle because he's trying to. That's how, that's how I really, and they all talk on their big damn breath. Mm -hmm. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not claiming to be self righteous and none of that. Cause I fall prey to all kinds of stuff. 
right? But what I'm saying is what the hell y'all talking about has been proven wrong no matter what you say. And I don't have to be a damn scientist to know that. You'll have people jump out there and say, well, you're in the lab. I forgot who keeps saying that. Are you in the lab? Why? Oh, the crazy bear. Bear, you're crazy. Are you in the lab watching these ingredients? So, so basically what you're saying is every damn thing we do, are you at the uh, Nissan plant watching them put the brakes on your car? You know what I'm saying? Are you at the food? Bar? Are you at the? Are you at the dad going field when they growing your food and watching the farmer pick it and then follow the food all the way to the dad going uh, processing plant? You know what I mean? Are you really, dude? Do we got time? All really? Go ahead, Sean. He's going to tell you that if you are helping, that you are a part of their conspiracy to kill us. Remember, he said that. When I said that we have black people creating vaccines, and, they, and, and he specifically stated that they are a part of the problem. So if hey, you said hey. you, he gonna he gonna use that against you. Mm -hmm. And and Sean too though, this if you want to learn about vaccines, this is the best time right now in human history to learn about a vaccine right now. Yeah, you know what I mean, like it. it if you're serious and you want to understand it and, and see the process, you could go down there. You could have been you could have been one of the first ones in line, volunteering, so that you can have firsthand understanding of how this vaccine works. You know what I mean? But uh, you know, instead, like you said, they 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 selling gold water. You know, they listening to Nick Cannon and the, and the young pseudo and and you know all these other characters that um, they don't even read scientific literature they they you can you can tell by the conversation they have they they never have read any credible science information so you know it's just it's, it's, it gets ridiculous man it's ridiculous it's dangerous yo and think yeah. about it yo if, if we wasn't around really like the conscious community is dangerous, yo. It's got people losing that. Like the conversation gripping them had, yo, is, is is conscious community one on one rhetoric, yo. Y'all do know that though, right? Mm-hmm. No doubt, no doubt. Right. No doubt. That's the shit we sit around and start laughing at them. Mm -hmm. Right? We be like, come on, son. We be in the room talking. They be like, come on, yo, stop. You know what I mean? That's that's conscious community yeah. rhetoric one on one, yo. That's the and, and you know. The the rhetoric though, um, not to interrupt you, but the rhetoric is 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 deadly. Like you said, it's dangerous and it's deadly because you look at the Nick Cannon situation, he loses his job. But when situations pop up like this, uh what comes to my mind every single time is that sister that was held up in that house because she said she was a uh she was a moor and she was sovereign and, and this, that and the other and end up losing her life through misinformation. You know what I'm saying? She had bad information. Now, Nick Cannon lost his job. He didn't lose his life, but this is what bad information does. You know what I'm saying? Right, like, come on, man. Like, I cannot believe this is even an issue, man. Hey, Sean, you got some Onesimus, don't you? Yeah, on my on my other laptop, but I I mean I got something that I can get to real quick. You you just pull up the basic encyclopedia Wikipedia article, and the article is entitled "Science and Technology." 
Y'all, I mean, like, this is like, I'm gonna try to get the numbers right, man. I think I got, hold on, man. And then we'll let you do your thing, yo. Cause you got a good one, yo. Hold on. I took a lot of words out. Yeah, I made sure my presentation ain't have a lot of words in it, yo. <laughs> words. Let me see. I got some only. Trying to get to. I might have a thing too, yo. You talking about this right here? What you got? Let me see. You said science and technology. Yeah, that's the article right there. Yep. Let me see. Yep. Oh no, nah. no science, science, technology in Africa. Oh yeah. Uh, Hold on, I'm a, I'm gonna show you all the difference. I'm gonna show you what the difference. Let me show you something, sir. Sure, this is heavy right here. Watch this. This is funny right here. All right, here, you, here y'all go right here. Um, let me show y'all this, hold on. Uh, y'all can see this right here, yo. That's Harvard University, graduate school, arts and science, right here, yo. The fight over inoculation during during the 1721 Boston smallpox epidemic. Now look, <coughs> 1703, 1721, 1713. Look right here, when they started doing it, look, look, look how it dropped. Boom, the 1702, 17, this is the time of Onesimus and them. And they introduced information, look how the shit just started dropping, y'all, look. The first use of smallpox vaccine in Boston. Look, so remember from 1702 to 8, 1920. Remember in the 1702, right? I think it was 1703. You gotta remember, yo, that um, this is the first time they really kind of uh, looked at. This is like like one of the first case studies where they where they ask and say, okay, you got this people right here that's taking this and these people are not, and this is what's gonna happen. So this is noted as one of the first case studies. Yeah, I'm saying in the world on this right here, y'all. So them Africans af actually generated that. You know, saying the West African uh, introduction of inoculation to West Africa, West African slave Onesimus um, told me it's and, and it's right. Y'all can go to his actual journal. How much that journal cost, Sean? We couldn't get that journal, could we? Told no. me that. He had undergone the operation which had given something something of the smallpox and would forever preserve him from it. Often it was used in West Africa. There you go. You, you couldn't find it, could you, Bill? The journal? No. Uh, when I kept searching journal. for... Uh, the journal. What you want to find? Africans? Yeah, I got the article up right now. Wikipedia joint? Yes. Well, let me get out my screen, y'all, so you can do that.
What you want on here? Go ahead, just go to the uh, medicine section. It's a good article you ought to read. If anybody think they ain't did nothing in Africa, it's crazy. There you go. Medicine, medicine section, right? Go ahead, read. Go yeah. ahead. The knowledge of inoculating oneself against smallpox seems to have been known to West Africans, more specifically the Akan. Slave name Onesimus explained the inoculation procedure Cotton Mather during the 18th century. He reported to have gotten the knowledge from Africa. Bone said in this practice by many groups of West Africa, the Akan, Mano, and Yoruba, to name a few. And the Jin, the mosquito was identified to be the cause of malaria and removal of cataracts was a common surgical procedure as in many of other parts of Africa. The dangers of tobacco smoking were known to African Muslim scholars based on Timbuktu manuscripts. Mm. Yeah, well, go ahead, yo, you rock out, go ahead. I just wanted to, you know. You so it's African, point? yo, to deal with that. Yo, that's the point, though, like, that that was cutting edge medicine at the time, yo. So I don't understand how we go from cutting edge medicine to trying to go back to a point where it, something just ain't gonna help you. It's crazy. I mean, you thinking it's all about food. It wasn't all about food to those real people right there. It was about food and about cutting edge medicine. So this is cutting edge medicine. Go ahead, Sean. Yeah, so what other people really don't understand is that you have um, polio showing up in ancient Kemet and smallpox in ancient Kemet as well. And uh, Africa had to deal with pandemics as well. And uh, many of our African brothers and sisters um, have expressed on Facebook that they had no common knowledge of either polio or smallpox. They saying white people brought those diseases into Africa. So, um, and I'm dead serious. I'm not laughing, joking or anything like that. They're saying these, these uh, viruses come from the white man. These are our white man thing. And mm -hmm. I think that that's really a problem for our community. However, um, let me transition into my little spiel real quick, uh, since we're talking about what people like to assume. And... All right, so this was my little introductory presentation. I was dealing with uh, conspiracy theories and the spread of bad information. And basically what I just said was bad information that you know um, these pathogens come from white people. That, that's horrible. So if not vaccines, then what? So basically my, my focus was on what are conspiracies what are some recent conspiracy theories, recent, uh, present day, and uh, are there any consequences for believing these conspiracy theories? Uh, basically outline my hypothesis, define the conspiracy theories, conspiracy theories versus realities, and uh, my conclusion. All right, so uh, in my opening statement, I said this specifically, but it was pretty fast. <laughs> Vaccines have been at war with the religious world since the 1700s, inspired by Eurocentric thought. Vaccines defied God's will to have a cure for something was devilish and inhumane. God wanted to control the population by punishing those who went against its will and in return, they must suffer. This is the ideology of the European mind when solution, uh, solutions to problems began to exist. 
Luckily, hundreds of thousands of miles away stood the African who totally rejected the notion that we are not supposed to tend to the weak, heal the sick, and treat the wounded. Today, privileged whites in America have carried this notion that vaccines do not benefit them and they have a choice to decide what goes into their bodies and how much of it they need. Inspired by the Kennedys and the likes, the anti-vaxxers have begun to plague the black community using fear and spook tactics as a means for rejecting vaccinations. This is a political, uh, this is political agenda full of propaganda that will expose our YouTube pathogens that hunt our existence daily. This movement has always been about white privilege and to defend that privilege, they have conspired against science and used blacks to join them in a fight to resist vaccinations. To be anti-science in the middle of a pandemic is to be anti-African and this uh, psychological, uh, psychological disparity is a huge issue our community needs to resolve on its own. Misinformation has caused who believe in it to suffer badly, but one problem still goes unanswered. If not vaccines, then what? So again, Unc showed you earlier this, uh, the hierarchy of science versus uh, not scientific evidence, but he did it uh, using a different tool. However, as you can see, based on case reports, opinion papers and letters, it's the weakest argument. Animal trials and in vitro studies increases, cross-sectional studies increases, case control studies increases, cohort studies increases, randomized controlled trials, strengthen your argument and meta-analysis and systemic reviews makes the strongest scientific evidence. Uh, what is not considered uh, evidence or uh, scientific would be YouTube videos, uh, personal antidotes, gut feelings, parental, uh, parental in instincts, uh, some guy you know, websites like Natural News, InfoWars, Natural Health Warriors, Collective Evolution, Green Med Info, Mercula.com, well uh, well two, etc. Now, what are conspiracy theories? According to Oxford Dictionary, it is the belief that some covert but influential organization is responsible for a circumstance or event. Examples of conspiracy theories, SARS, COVID-2, COVID-19, and the 5G link. 9-11, Tuskegee experiment, and many others. All right, the dangers of spreading conspiracies. This is Brownlee Hitchens. He thought the virus was a hoax until he and his wife caught it. Conspiracy versus reality. COVID-19 escaped from a Chinese lab. That's a conspiracy. This rumor came to life because Wuhan has China's own level four bio laboratories where researchers have been studying coronavirus for a long time, along with lots of more nastier viruses. And also because Donald Trump himself believes and spreads this theory. 5G networks are accelerating the spread of coronavirus. This theory clearly shows that no PhD is required to create a Twitter account. It should be needless to say that it is, uh, it is biologically impossible for viruses to spread using the electromagnetic spectrum. Abortions are planned so that people can make vaccines from dead baby fetuses. The WI-38, which most people don't know what that is, cell lines are believed to be sustainable for vaccine production for at least the next several decades. The stories making the rounds about abortions planned are coerced by vaccine researchers have no basis whatsoever. Vaccines produced using the WI-38 line have prevented an estimated 500,000 deaths and nearly 200 million illnesses in the United States alone. There's mercury in vaccines and this can be harmful. 
Dermosol, which contains mercury, is used as a preservative in some vaccines to prevent growth of bacteria since 2001. There is no thermosol or mercury in any vaccines routinely given to children under the age of six. Furthermore, there is no link with vaccines, thermosol, or mercury to autism. I had a sister today, didn't even know uh, her breast milk contained uh, mercury. All right, so I threw this slide up. I kind of went over this during the thing, but it was pretty much as a laughable moment because, you know, one of the, the arguees on the other side, uh, you know, said that Italy and whatever other European uh, nation was going to sue Bill Gates for turning on the towels. And then he tried to backtrack that and say that I was incorrect in that assessment. And then I played it in his own words. So fact, scientific research has confirmed that COVID-19 is a virus with natural origins. Myth, 5G mobile networks are causing the spread of COVID-19. Fallacy, reinterpreting randomness, what Haskell likes to do a lot. Takes two phenomena happening at roughly the same time and assumes a casual link. I'm just messing with you, Haskell. That's like arguing that because baby Yoda was introduced to the public in 2019, so he must, ca he must cause COVID-19. Natural immunity is better than vaccine acquired immunity. This is a big arguing case because a lot of black people seem to uh, take to the notion that I don't need no vaccine. My kids not getting no vaccines. We just gonna get infected by it and we gonna gain natural immunity. In some cases, natural immunity, meaning actually catching the disease and getting sick results in a stronger immunity to the disease than a vaccination. However, the dangers of this approach far outweigh the relative benefits. If you wanted to gain immunity to measles, for example, by contracting the disease, you would face a one in 500 chance of death from your symptoms. In contrast, the number of people who have had severe allergic reactions from an MMR vaccine is less than one in one million. Better hygiene and sanitation are actually responsible for decreased infections, not vaccines. I hear that again from people. Vaccines don't deserve all the credit for reducing or eliminating rates of infectious disease. Better sanitation, nutrition, and development of antibiotics help a lot too. But when these factors are isolated and rates of infection diseases are scrutinized, the role of vaccines cannot be denied. Here I had a chart, basically a ha-ha moment for uh, actual conspiracy theorists um, using the words of Donald Trump. Stage one uh, is the stage of, I mean, well, we'll deal with the stage of denial, the coronavirus and the climate change. So stage one, it's not happening. The Democrats are uh, politicizing the coronavirus. This is their new hoax. Those are the words of Donald Trump. The climate change, it's a hoax. I think the scientists are having a lot of fun, Donald Trump. Stage two, it's not our fault. China is to blame because the coach, let me know, I want everybody to understand what I'm saying. So in stage one, we're saying it's not happening. This is the beginning of denial, right? This is when the conspiracies start to translate. So I want people to understand what they're looking at. The Democrats are politicizing the coronavirus. You heard them say this. This is their new hoax. He's saying the, the corona, you remember early on, he said it did not happen. This is all a hoax. It, it's ain't a big of a deal. The next thing you know, New York was on fire. Stage two, he didn't assume blame for what was happening. He pushed it on the Chinese. But 
Let's see what Senator John Corn says. China is to blame because the culture where people eat bats and snakes and dogs and things like that, these viruses are transmitted from the animal to the people. Now, that's the coronavirus, climate change. China does not do anything to help climate change. They burn everything you could burn. They couldn't care less. Stage three, it's not that bad. One day, like a miracle, it would disappear. Donald Trump. Climate change. The climate will change back. He's consistent in his ignorance, like most politicians. Stage four, solutions are too costly. We cannot let the cure be worse than the problem itself, Donald Trump. Then this is what he says on climate change. I think the climate change is just a very, very expensive form of tax, Donald Trump. Stage five, it's too late. <laughs> he says, it's, uh, it is going to spread further and I must uh, level with you. Many more families are going to lose loved ones before their time, as Boris Johnson. All right, on climate change, the climate apocalypse is coming. To prepare for it, we need to admit that we can't prevent it. Conspiracy, more conspiracy theories. So President Trump has speculated on a number of other, uh, of other cures besides hydrochloroquine. If I said that right in the late April, he opinioned that ultraviolet rays could neutralize the virus. And then, in his words, and then I see the disinfectant where it knocks it out in one minute. He says, one minute. And there is a way we can do something like that by inject, injection inside or almost a cleaning. Trump later said his comments were sarcastic, but some Americans didn't see it that way. And poison control hotlines received calls asking about the advice. Officials at, uh, at one in Kansas said they heard from someone who said his friend swallowed disinfectant soap after the president's briefing. Conclusion. Before I conclude, I wanna spend some time trying to understand the psyche of African-American anti-vaxxers. I wanted to properly understand why one would run so quick to something they do not have all the facts on. What I found out is black folk love to believe in something, especially something that is anti-government or anti-science. I say anti-science because of the misconceptions passed around on social media regarding Tuskegee experiment. I say anti-government because we always have this thought that, uh, that they are after us and trying to kill us. These are tools that people like the Kennedys, Cooks, Bernards, the Cells, and, and Wakefield use to play on, one, uh, on our people's emotions. Once we really study the Tuskegee experiment, we will see what really happened. When we start to take science serious, we will then be armed with the tools to properly verify scientific theories and explanation of facts. Until then, it is the psyche of the African-American that will always be on display in the public arena and used like an instrument to provoke an outrage against both vaccines and governments. The black women and men in the field of biology and immunology over the history of fighting pathogens have to feel some type of way about how we are responding to the rhetoric of today. They are frontlining the fight against our own ignorance and all they are asking us to do is study the facts. This presentation was inspired by those facts and, the, and they are seldom studied and learned from. However, this push to be anti-science vax is rooted in conspiracy against you who choose to ignore the evidence. All right, some bonus material. So this is the medicine, of course, Trump says he's been taking. Scientists have found that this drug is very dangerous and has advised everyone to not take this. All right, bonus conspiracies. We're going in. 
Conspiracy theory proponents often suggest that one should follow the money. In order to reveal the hidden uh, machine, machine, well, I can't say that, mechanisms of the uh, conspirator forces that are pulling the strings of the world. Indeed, last year, researchers determined that most of the anti-vaccination ads on Facebook were funded by just two organizations, the World Mercury Project run by Kennedy Jr. and the Stop Mandatory Vaccination Campaign run by Larry Cook. So we have Kennedy and Cook on board. Meanwhile, a Washington Post article reported that the Seltz Foundation was a major uh, funder of the Informed Consent Action Network that in turn sponsored anti-vaccination campaigns and demonstrations amidst the U.S. measles outbreak in 2019. Now, the U.S. measles outbreak they're referring to happened in Brooklyn, New York, where the Jew came back from overseas um, and spread the measles in their little small community, forcing other Jews to actually get vaccinated. That turned out to work well for everyone in uh, New York. However, the anti-vaxxers saw that as an insult. While Robert Kennedy Jr., Larry Cook, Bernard, and Lisa Seltz, and Andrew Wakefield are heralded icons of the anti-vaccination movement, it's curious to see how, uh, how heroes and villains are viable crown or demonized within the vaccine information wars. For those drawn to conspiracy theories, what is it that makes Bill Gates and Dr. Uh, Fucci cho uh, chosen villains? But a multimillionaire Kennedy hire, a hedge fund manager, a self-proclaimed natural living advocate who pr uh, profits from anti-vaccination messaging, and a defrocked physician who fabricated data in order to profit from the development of his own vaccine, the messiahs of the anti-vaccination movement. Oh, y'all didn't know that Andrew Wakefield had his own, was trying to push his own vaccine. Hmm. All right, so psychology tells us that one answer, and perhaps the best answer is motivated reasoning. We select our preferred political champions based on perception, whether accurate or not, of shared ideology or identity, routinely turning a blind eye to, the, to their blemishes, blights, and conflicts of interest in a way that our political opposites can't fathom and find it infuriating. Here are the sources that went into the actual presentation. Of course, I wanted to show these, but I really didn't get back to it. And then in return, uh, you want me to go the other way on it, on it, on my rebuttal, huh? You hear me? Yeah, I can now. Yeah, you say, do, you, do I want you to do what? You want me to do my rebut on her? That's up to you. You talk about what you want to talk about. We're just trying to get it, you know, so they can see how the how their homework went on their head. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So um, initially, um, Kai, or uh, I don't say her Facebook name and all that, because she got mad at Chill, didn't want her name or attached to it after the fact, after she looked bad. Um, she wanted to talk about the long-term effects of vaccines. And then she just wanted to talk about the adverse effects of vaccines emotionally, um, mentally, spiritually, and all of that stuff. So initially, her uh, she wanted to attack and go in that direction because that's what she agreed to. But she ended up trashing her whole uh, argument and just made up something on the fly because she was caught up in something that she had heard prior to um, her round. All right, so the research questions that went into this was why is it important to rebut misinformation concerning the harm for long-term effects of vaccinations? What does the evidence say about the long-term effects of vaccinations? 
Uh, my hypothesis is anti-vaxxers reject the notion of cross-referencing information and are usually influenced by biased research methods if they possess a method at all. Kai's position is of such. She refuses to acknowledge a scientific article or journal written in the field to help her reach an honest conclusion. She cannot show us one human being on the planet that has been vaccinated and suffered long-term effects from the vaccine itself. It's more of an emotional appeal than one based on critical scientific evidence. Appealing to emotion is a logical fallacy and people who commit this always avoid evidence over emotions. Her argument is not based on deductive reasoning. At a time we sit in the middle of a pandemic, we must be scientifically literate in order to help save one another. All right, the hierarchy of uh, scientific evidence again, just to reiterate it. So uh, here was my method. Um, take a look. Well, we took a look at a summarized look, a summarized look into an 895 page book uh, that deals specifically with the adverse effects of vaccines, evidence, and casualty. In this text, scientists have provided evidence that challenges the, uh, the beliefs of anti-vaxxers based on long-term studies using clinical trials and data collected over periods of time. Also, I will provide additional literature in the source section to help strengthen the position. Now, if you're unfamiliar with the adverse effects of vaccines, evidence, and casualty, there's an 895-page PDF that is available to you. has over 12,000 peer review articles um, sourced in that particular book. It's heavily crit uh, critiqued, and it gives you the, uh, the adverse effect uh, ratio and stuff. Now, adverse effects of vaccine, evidence, and casualty. Vaccines are not free from side effects or adverse effects, but most are very, very rare, uh, very mild. Important is some adverse health problems following the vaccine may be due to coincidence and, and are not caused by the vaccine. As the part of the evaluation of vaccines over time, researchers assess evidence to determine if adverse events following the vaccination are usually linked to a specific vaccine. And if so, they are referred to as adverse effects. Under the National Childhood Vaccination Injury Act of 1986, Congress established the National Vaccine Injury Compensation Program to provide compensation to people injured by vaccines. Anyone who thinks they or a family member, often a child, has been injured can file a claim. Anyone can file a claim. The adverse events selected by the HRSA for IOM review are one ones for which people have submitted claims successful or not to VICP. The committee appointed uh, to this study was not asked to assess the benefits or, or effectiveness of vaccines, but only the risk of specific adverse events. Its conclusion reflect the best evidence available at the time. Some of the adverse events the committee examined already are accepted in the medical community, but there are minor or manageable, for example, a sudden allergic reaction called anaphylaxis that can follow the administration of some vaccines. My bad. I hit the link on y'all. All right. So definition of adverse and side effects according to Oxford Dictionary, adverse is negative or unpleasant, not likely to produce a good result. Side effects and extra and usually bad effect that a drug has on you as well as curing illness or pain. So I brought this chart up during the argument. 
I didn't actually go through every last one of these because there's tons of them. But my primary focus was on the side effects of the vaccine dealing with specific disease. So um, I wanted to strengthen the argument because here we have the actual vaccine on trial for the African-American community. Now, diphtheria had, what are the side effects of that? About one in 10 has local swelling, redness or pain at the injection site. Serious adverse events are very rare. Hepatitis A, uh, about one in five will have local swelling, redness or pain at the injection site. Serious adverse events are very rare. Measles, about one in 10 has local swelling, redness or pain at the injection site. About one in 20 develops a rash, which is non-infectious. Serious adverse events are very rare. Polio, local redness, pain and swelling at the injection site are common. Up to one in 10 has fever, crying and decreased appetite. Serious adverse events are very rare. Influenza, one in 10 has local swelling, redness or pain. At the injection site, fever occurs in about one in 10. Children aged six months to three years, serious adverse effects or events are very rare. Moral of the story are, in this instance, what we're arguing here about the side effects of, vaccine, of vaccines are very rare. They're one in 10, one in five, you know, one in five being the highest with hepatitis A, but everything else is running one in 10 as far as side effects. And then in, in, in real serious issues is one in a million. So um, when we talk about the adverse side effects to vaccines, this is it. Now in short, vaccine side effects are mild and temporary and are usually related to a slight swelling and redness. However, other possible side effect, uh, possible effects are more serious but extremely rare. These include allergic reactions and a type of nerve uh, disease known as the Guillain-Barre syndrome. A person's chance of having a bad reaction to a vaccine is about uh, one in a million, like I said, lower than the chance of being struck by lightning. Vaccines offer the promise of protein against a variety of infectious disease. Despite much media attention and strong opinions from many quarters, vaccines remain one of the greatest tools in the public health arsenal. Certainly, some vaccines result in adverse effects that must be acknowledged, but the latest evidence shows that few adverse effects are caused by the vaccines reviewed in this report. Conclusion, based on the available data provided by the scientific field, vaccines present no long-term effects and to claim such is disingenuous. This attempt to play on people's ignorance can be deadly. The medical field would have to provide evidence of long-term effects based on data, not speculation. For example, smallpox epidemic who suffered long-term effects. Less people are getting vaccinated, uh, yet autism is still increasing. We do not benefit from falsehoods and having valid information is very important. We need to know what methods are being used, how the conclusions are reached, and what are, and what are other scientists in the field are saying regarding the conclusion. Bonus material. So this is a liter literature review of vaccine-related adverse events reported uh, from HPV, vaccination, and randomized controlled trials. 
<clears throat> Below, I actually have the source for the control trial. Took place in 2016, just to strengthen the scientific field and evidence of this particular presentation. Uh, I shortened it up for those who don't like to read long articles. The results are here. Um, it go. The article takes you through, you know, an introduction. Uh, well, an abstract and an introduction, and then it get, it displays the method, and then it comes out of the method and tell you who, who was tested and so on and so forth. So. And this control, well, this randomized controlled trial, 11,189 individuals and seven publications reporting cumulatively all type adverse events. The vaccinated group was statistically significantly higher than the control group, although the most common AE were injection site reactions. On the other hand, systemic symptoms did not statistically significantly differ. The pregnancy uh, perinatal outcomes rendered no statistical significant difference between the vaccine group and control group. Thus, the vaccinations are safe, preventative measures for both males and females, was the conclusion of that research, which is the most important. And now we were dealing with adverse effects. So I want people to know that this controlled, um, tri randomized trial of 11,000 people, okay, was dealing with adverse events. So they were looking for side effects. They weren't worried about the vaccine working or not. They wanted to know specifically were their reactions. More bonus material, adverse events associated with childhood vaccines, evidence bearing on casualty, the polio trial conclusion. So in this controlled experiment dealing with the polio vaccine in children, again, this was more controlled. It was closed, it was a small number. But the evidence established a casual relation between the OPV and death from vaccine strain poliovirus infection, including infection that resulted in perioleptic poliolitis. The conclusion is based on the case reports and not on controlled studies. No relative risk can be calculated. However, the risk of death from OPV uh, related polio infection would seem to be extraordinarily low. The evidence favors acceptance of a casual relation between OPV and the deaths of GBS. There is no direct evidence for this. The conclusion is based on potential of GBS to be fatal. The risk appears to be extraordinarily low. The evidence is inadequate to accept or reject a casual relation between polio vaccines and SIDS. The evidence is inadequate to accept or reject casual relations between OPV and death from causes other than those listed. Now, I had to do this again today but I didn't go and pull this source up for the lady when she was talking about polio. I pulled up a whole nother study that was more recent and current to help killer. And it said the same thing. Polio didn't have, didn't have anything with, to do with killing babies. And she pulled an article up, you know, pretty much anti-vax rhetoric. So we have to be very careful. And what we're looking for is a controlled or randomized controlled studies to help strengthen our arguments. This lets us know that something was in place to determine the outcomes and it could not be swayed. The next argument is gonna say, well, you know, they're gonna dock the things up to make it look right for them so that they can go out and make some money. Come on, man. Here's the sources. And that's it on that part, but that was basically my rebuttal to her. Um, because I know that she couldn't show a controlled or randomized um, test, you know, uh, revolving around the study. 
um, and the research question of what she was going to present on, because initially she was talking about the long-term effects, and then she wanted to talk about the emotional and physical responses and all of that, which is irrelevant in science. So um, I knew that she couldn't give a controlled example. So I just added two. I could have did like one for each vaccination out there, but that would just been overkill. I was never going to get to that in three minutes anyway. Cord. Yep, I'm here. I'm here. Yeah, yeah, but that was a good presentation and everything, man. You touched on, I mean, that that killed the whole, you know what I'm saying? That little information right there just killed the whole thing. So, you know what I mean? It's just crazy. What you got I'd there? Like to read this, page 131. The birth of Christ, that's what I was doing. The birth of the birth of comedic Christianity in America. <laughs> this is my favorite chapter in the book. Comedic Christianity stems from a belief that the origin of Kemet, Egyptian tradition and culture, inspired the creation of Christianity. From the Holy Trinity baptism, December 25th, Christ meaning Christ, Christos meaning Christ, or Christ meaning Christ, the cross glyph and the meta nature, right? Immaculate conception, the so called 12 disciples, and more have many arguing that this is the root for the origins of Christianity. Numerous authors have written about the Christ for root myth as, as well as supposed Eurocentric ideology on a metanature, probably ain't saying that right, by making comparisons in the translations of certain texts to justify their claims. While Kemet or Kemet has been the center of attention for mankind since the first invaders tried to infiltrate the Nile, biblical narratives have written that Jesus and Mary, his mother fled to Kemet to seek shelter, but no evidence of such a claim has been presented and history of that story. In the book, Christ in Egypt, the Horace Jesus Conception Stella, House published 2009, author D.M. Murdoch, drawing heavily on Gerald Massey's identity, identity and pool, the baptizer, as Egyptian god Animus, Murdoch then attempts to illustrate pearls between Animus and John the Baptist. Some evidence exists in Egyptian tomb paintings and scriptures to support the idea that the ritual washing was done during the coronation of the pharaohs, but it is also depicted as having been done by the gods. This indicates that it may have been understood as a spiritual event that likely never happened in reality. Okay, the baptism of the pharaoh in the journal of Egyptian archeology, span volume 36. Hey man, get the damn book, man. All right, man, this chapter is powerful right here, man. We having conversations about Nick Cannon and the Hebrews. Cut it out, man. It's documented in very, very sore stuff. All right? Man, it don't take you long to read a chapter, man. It's a very thorough chapter right there, man. And find out who wrote this chapter. You got to get the book. Get the book, man. <laughs> Commanded Christianity. <laughs> Ha <laughs> ha!
Mama's son. Man, wow. Wow. We got in the chat room. Man, I don't think they want to buck. I don't think nobody want to buck in the chat room. Oh, oh somebody asked a question. They asked, are all vaccines formulated to the same quality? Yeah, vaccines are tested over and over and over. They're, con they're in, uh, controlled and they're also um, monitored afterwards because when your doctor sends you to get a prescription from uh, CVS or Walgreens or something like that, CVS or Walgreens uh, stores a database on when you arrived and got that medicine. Now, they know when you got the medicine. So now they're waiting on if you contact your doctor between the time you got the medicine and your next visit to the doctor, if one is required. If you contacted your doctor uh, sooner than your next visit to the doctor, it's documented and that information is also stored. So now you're going back into the doctor and your doctor is telling us what's going on with you ahead of time. So there's an actual uh, there's transparency in uh, knowing what's going on with these vaccines, but you don't have to take my word for it. You actually can ask your, uh, your physician and you actually can ask um, the people at the uh, Walgreens where you might pick up your prescriptions or your medicines and things of that nature. So, you know, they're going to do what they're going to do, but I'm going to go through and go right back to what was important. It was also shown in the presentation on Dr. Ma's side. The journey of your child's vaccine. Before a vaccine is even given to people, extensive lab testing is done. That can take several years. Once testing in people begins, it can, it can take several more years before clinical studies are complete and the vaccine is licensed. How are new vaccines are developed, approved and manufactured? The Food and Drug Administration, FDA, sets rules for, the, for three phases of clinical trials to ensure the safety of the volunteers. Researchers test vaccine with adults first. Phase one, 20 to 100 healthy volunteers. Is the vaccine safe? Does the vaccine seem to work? Are there any serious side effects? How is the size of the dose related to the side of effects? To get out of that trial, go to the next trial, next phase, several hundred volunteers. So that uh, that vaccine I showed you, that, 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 that NRNA vaccine, they was in the first trial. I think they had about, well, how many people they had right there, Sean? About 10 people or 15? The first one was 10. Yeah, they went 10 on them. They had a black person in that trial too, didn't they? That was one black person. One black person. That was my uncle. <laughs> I said, go ahead, uncle. So phase two, several hundred volunteers. What are the most common short-term side effects? Once again, they're always talking about side effects. So we don't need the anti-vaxxers to tell us about side effects and vaccines because only science can tell us what the side effects are. Only those who are working in the lab with the damn vaccine can tell us what the side effects. YouTube, Facebook, and your neighborhood charlatan can't tell you about the side effects of vaccine. They can only mockingbird what the side effects are based off what somebody else said, what somebody else said, what somebody else said, what somebody else said. My uncle Johnny said it, Tom said it, Bill said it, 
and Greg said it, and so is so. How all the volunteers' immune systems responded to the vaccine? You got to understand the daggone immune system to even talk about that. That's why I gave you that. Gave you the understanding of the immune system. Phase three, hundreds of thousands of volunteers. How people who get the vaccine and people who do not get the vaccine compare. See that? They're looking at studies. So they, we don't need you to tell us, right, on what happens to people who didn't get the vaccine, who did, because that's in the study, y'all. Is vaccine safe? Once again, are they safe? Is vaccine effective? What are the most common side effects? There you go. There you have it. Vaccines are made in batches, right? Plain and simple, so they have the batch number so they understand what it is. So you know what, man? I ain't got going with all that, man. It is what it is, man. So at this particular juncture, man, if we got some naysayers in the chat, man, you know, we can... Uh... Hey, Sean, you drop that link in there? You know you can't. Yeah, I can't drop the link in the chat, but Angie on here running running amok like she always do, you know. No, she ain't. She a little spooked out a little bit, but it's okay. We still love her, you know what I mean? Who we got? She, she don't like it when she don't like it when I call her pseudo. So I ain't I ain't, I ain't calling you pseudo. I'm just gonna say you look Ooh. tripping on the info, Angie. Angie. She yeah, she's a sweet woman, sweet woman. About her business, helpful too. You know, she serve a purpose. But some of that information is coming coming with that Brooklyn magic on it. You know what I mean? That's why I said the, the hub of the hub of misinformation, she right there in the middle of it. Oh, yep. wait. 20 no misinformation. Seven, I see you. What's she, said, good, she said misinformation on both sides, huh? She said yeah. misinformation on on the vac side and the anti-vac side. So I wanna Yeah, she made it all the way up. Made it all the way up. You can't prove it. Just and, and 220 love 07 said that uh let me go back to her comments. She said she said that uh rest in peace, Neon Murdoch. She was intelligent. Man, that lady was a quack. Hold on. <laughs> let me let me let me do let me do everybody a favor, yo. Because most people don't know who she is. Most people don't know who she is, but those of us who do, Dion Murdoch. She used Massey, first of all. It said you are qualified to critique her work. I'm done. Oh, stop it, Jackie. <laughs> stop it. Who said I ain't qualified? They said you're not qualified to do her work. They say unless you can fluently speak over 20 languages, you aren't qualified to critique her work. She don't speak 20 languages. <laughs> she don't speak 20 languages. Nobody's uh nobody's above critique, no matter who it is. So here's your woman right here, y'all. This is who she defending. This woman right here, her, her language is English. She's American. <laughs> Dorothy Milne Murdoch, DM Murdoch, better known as her pen name, Arkaya S, okay, was an American writer supporting the Christ myth theory that Jesus never existed as an historical person, but was rather a mingling of various pre-Christian myths, sun deities and dying and rising deities. She wrote and operated a website focused on history, religion and spirituality and astrotheology. She asserted that pre-Christian religious civilizations understood their myths as allegorical, but Christians obliterated evidence by destroying suppressing literature after they attained control of the Roman empire. 
leading to the widespread of illiteracy in the in the ancient world, ensuring that mythical nature and uh, of Christ stories was hidden. She argued the Christian empire, hold up, the Christian canon, as well as its important figures were based on Roman, Greek, and Egyptian and other culture myths. Her theories are variously received by mainstream scholars, for instance, Robert M. Price, criticized her first book while praising later writings. She also wrote against the ancient astronaut theories, asserting they may be prompted by the same type of motivation that produced the Bible, a chronicle largely consisting of a plagiarized myths of other cultures, refashioned, and facts concerning uh, purported legend-based characterizations and may be driven by the attempt to validate biblical myth as historical under a different interpretation. That's why people fall in the trap of her. Now, Murdoch was, it says where she was born. We're going to skip all of that. She got a degree in classics, Greek civilization from Franklin College. Um, she did all these other things. She died of cancers in her immune system and liver uh, on December 25th, 2015. She also known as Dory to her loved ones. Here's her writing career, The Christ Conspiracy, the greatest story ever sold, arguing the Jesus Christ story is fabrication. Her 2007 book, Who Was Jesus? Fingerprints in Christ, continues the theme of Christ's conspiracy by expanding her theory, questioning historicity of Jesus. Um, 2009, she released The Christ in Egypt, Horus, Jesus Connection, and the Gospel According to Archaea S. Now, you can go in here and defend her all you want to. She was quacked on that information. Because, that. She, because she makes the argument against uh, you know, Christian, you know, Christianity saying that they stole something. This is the only reason. Now, check this out. Atheist act, uh, activist and Christ mythicist Richard Carey criticized her use of the inscriptions at Luxor to make the claim that the story of Jesus' birth was inspired by the Luxor story of the birth of Horus. Theologian and Christ mythicist Robert M. Price also criticized Murdoch's first book while promoting her Sons of God, Krishna, Buddha, and Christ, unveiled in a pre nicene New Testament 54 formative text and writing the forewords to her, who was Jesus' fingerprints in Christ. Her work has also been criticized by New Testament scholar Bart D. Ehrman, who, uh, who in his Did Jesus Exist? historical argument of Jesus of Nazareth caused Murdoch's The Christ Conspiracy, the breathless conspiracy dream. He says all of Archaea's major points are in wrong, are fact wrong. And, and her book is filled with so many factual errors and outlandish assertions that it is uh, hard to believe that the author is serious. Taking her representa uh, representative of some other writers above the Christ myth theory, uh, he, he continues, mythicists of this ilk should not be surprised that their views are now taken seriously by real scholars mentioned by experts in the field or even read by them. Uh, Emma Wright is professor of the New Testament language and literature at the University of Nottingham, uh, Morris Case. He criticized her work, her anti-Christian outlook, a lack of proper sense and reality failure to give adequate references, inability to interpret primary sources correctly and dependency in inaccurate, out-of-date secondary sources rather than primary sources, which she did. She did, here's the problem with y'all. She did what Gerald Massey did because she used Gerald Massey. So she relied on Gerald Massey because she big up Gerald Massey. Gerald Massey relied on a whole nother person who supposedly had uh, a transliterate, uh, transliterated and translated an Egyptian text. He says, he, he admits in his work, 
that I relied on someone else's instead of my own accounts. So he writes in hearsay and people are teaching Massey to the people. And she is a disciple and a representative of that teaching. So how could she be? Writer Russ Keek in his book, You Are Being Lied To, describes the Christian conspiracy as essential book for anyone who wants to know the reality behind the world's dominant religion. Conspiracy theorist and publisher Ken Thomas calls her a great chronicler of the conspiracy known as Christianity. A conspiracy theorist big ups her. <laughs> Damn, she can't so get this. Nah. Wicked got the lady. Nah, but the sister, she a good sister though, yo. She just talking. She a good sister. Nah, I ain't tripping on that. And when you're at Hassle, hit the daggone link talking crazy. Don't come in here unsourced up, me. Come in here right. Hassle. He coming in here to argue. So, Unc, Unc, you mean to tell me that if 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 I get this, if I take the vaccine, that that um you ain't gotta take the vaccine. Oh, oh, oh. So you gonna tell me that your boy, your boy such and such, um didn't say that, and then you pull the source up. Okay, 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 okay. So he didn't say that. But what if he did say that? You know, that's that's Haskell. That's what we're gonna get. No, Haskell gonna come in here with some damn sense and he waiting there. He's going to take that accent, that accent out of his daggone mouth and talk clear. Yeah, Yo, Get to us. Come on. Fellow, we No, 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 no. I think when you approved him, uh, his phone had to, yeah, there you go. Vaccine killed him. Nah, he back. Oh, he not? Yeah, he is. He's right there. He's Yo, what's, what's good, y'all boys? What I ask What's what about them comments? Let's talk about that. What's happening, Method Man? M E T H O D. I knew what's you were good, gonna say that. Sean, if I got to hear Method one more damn time. <laughs> oh, perfect, man. Let's I'm go. So What's going on, brother? Um, what you got? What you got for us, man? I got the journal signs for you. I got micro hotspots, right? This one talking about the coronavirus is serious. Micro hotspots talking about coronavirus. I got uh, talking about cells and energies and all that. What's up? What you got for us, Mr. Haskell? Ain't too much, bro. You know, to be real, I ain't got too much controversy for y'all today, man, because the okay. point where I reach right now, I realize, yo, at the end of the day, Nothing I say is going to divorce y'all from, you know what I'm saying, how y'all see it. And to be honest, nothing y'all say is going to divorce me from how I see it. So my, my focus right now, uh, the thing that I want to, I like to talk about now is um, now that it's decision time, you feel me? Or it's almost decision time. You know what I'm saying? What, what we going to do and how that's going to work. That's what I'd like to talk about. Meaning like we could see it's, it's, it's pretty much um, going to where once this vaccine is developed, um, the matter of you taking it ain't gonna really be uh, voluntary. You know what I'm saying? So 
That's why that's what I would. Why you make that up, Haskell? What you get? Let me see that literature real quick. Let me see that. No, it's I'm on my phone, but I I ain't really got no sources like that. <laughs> no, I'm keeping it. I'm keeping it a buck with you, but it ain't gonna be. It's not, it's not like um people gonna strap you down and shoot you up, but they used um, to. They used to, Haskell. Where is that? Hmm. Where? Right here. Um. In America, yo. <laughs> I, I, I read up. I read up on that Supreme Court. Uh, hey, yo, they used to literally. They be like, yo. First of all, I used to burn your whole house down. Oh, y'all got smallpox? Get out, burn the house down, and force quarantine. Forced quarantine. See, people act like they being quarantined forcibly. No, you're not. You can go outside anytime you want. See, that's the, see, that's the that's the that's the in between that people play. They're not making you stay in the damn house. They just saying your job is closed, yo. You know what I'm saying? These stores, you go to the store, you go to the food market. Like, we got to stop that, though, Haskell. I ain't saying you, but back in the day, bro, you know black people caught it, yo. Look at it like this, right? Your phone is low, bro. Talk up. Can't hear you. shit got low, yo. A little bit loud. Yeah. Y'all can hear me? Yeah, go ahead. Um, yeah, I was saying, uh, if you believe that a death happens and uh, SARS COVID 2 is spreading around, and the only way to um, basically permanently get rid of it is through a vaccine, then you have to support people being, um, movements being restricted if they don't want to take it. You have to. You get what I'm saying? If, if y'all are on your side about it, um, I can't. I should be able to come up in the in the uh, in the supermarket if I don't have reason that I've been immunized. Do you agree with that or not? Nah. I'm saying you shouldn't be able to go in those stores without no masses. I agree with that. I'm not gonna tell nobody to put no nothing in their body. I'm not, I'm not the one to say that. I'm just saying I don't care because I'm be vaccinated. <laughs> All right. But but what I'm telling you though, Unc, is. That's not how that's gonna work. You know what I'm saying? And time, time will prove me out. Y'all gonna see because just like how they say the mask isn't to protect you, it's to protect the other person, that same logic is gonna be applied to that vaccine. They're gonna say, yeah, you don't wanna take that vaccine because um, you're good, but no, what about those people who are um, immunocompromised and elderly and can't take the vaccine? We need you to take it to protect them. That's how that's gonna go, bro. I'm telling you, watch. You a psychic or something right now, yo? <laughs> Has he done nah, it? No, this this when they did that. No, nah, it's called it's called reading the tea leaves, brother. Um, reading the tea leaves. So let me get this straight. You read tea leaves. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yo, I ain't mad at you, yo. I don't see them doing it. They don't gotta do it, yo. And the vaccine is not the only way for the pathogen to run out. It can burn itself out in the population, yo. Where, where 80, 70% of the people get it, yo. Then, then you got an actual barrier between those who don't got it and those who do got it. That could happen too, yo. And that's what Trump trying to nah, do. Nah, that, 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 that vaccine coming. Uh, they don't put too much bread up, bro. It's coming. Believe you know, that. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying you said it's the only way to stop it is do a vaccine. That's not true. You can just have medicine. Oh, no. What I'm saying is they're saying the only way to stop this one is through a vaccine. They're saying it's not going to burn out. 
Um, you know what I'm saying? Antibodies don't mean nothing. So uh, mean nothing then Haskell? You feel me? Huh? Then the vaccine don't mean nothing then, right? No, nah, but remember the vaccine. Remember, um, what you just read. This vaccine isn't going to be based off antibody. Um, uh, uh, generation. This is this is based. It's, it's going to be based off um the uh the protein, the, the specifically that spike protein production. So that mRNA, um. Is going to be introducing your body via plasmid. That plasmid will, will go into the, the nucleus of your cell and basically recode um, the protein in that cell. And the way theoretically how it's supposed to work is um, it's supposed to block the production of that spike protein um, or that ACE2 receptor that latches on uh, uh, to the cell. You get what I'm saying? So it, it, it ain't antibody based. It is, man. Oh, I just read the damn thing. It'll produce heavy loads of antibodies. Come on, yo. It's an RNA thing. It's not even a real pat. It's a synthetic joint. They make it on the computer, yo. It's deep, yo. So it's doing the now, same Now, read it again. Read it, read it again. Uh, read it again. The mRNA vaccine. I'm telling you what it, I know what the RNA vaccine do, yo. It's doing, and it is prohibiting, prohibiting certain things. That's exactly what the body does. It prohibits. Remember, we talked about certain cells, T cells that actually prohibit certain things. So yes, the, your, it's working with your immune system to do that. They got certain inhibitor blockers and all that. It was the next generation of vaccines, but it's still based off of the generation of antibodies and creating an immune response. So you got to understand what an immune response is. You feel me? All right, hold on. Uh, I got you. Uh, Mika says she needs sources. So I'm going to put Moderna. I'm going to put the source for Moderna in the, in the chat. Um, Moderna. You don't know Moderna? No, I can learn something too, bro. I'm here to learn too. They, yeah, they the front runners for the vaccine. Them and, um, and Oxford and AstraZeneca. All right. So I'm going to put in the chat the... Um, the, informa the information about the mRNA, mRNA vaccine and exactly how it works. Hey, why are you mute? Uh, I'm here. What journal are you reading that from? Uh, this is from National Geographic. I just put the link in the chat. They can't see that. In the back chat. In the back chat, I mean. You do understand what we're saying, though, right? You, you do that as well. By the antibody? Yeah, man, that's part of it, dude. Like, come on, man. Let's not do that. Yeah, that's part of, uh, that's part of conventional vaccines. mRNA vaccines don't work like that. It's not based on antibody production. I'm telling you, I'm not just I'm not just uh, talking you to death. I just no, go ahead. I didn't say you were. Let me get the article out. Yeah, I, I just you know, in the chat. Huh? You see the link in the back chat? Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Open, open that up for me. So, uh, for the erudition of, uh, of the audience. COVID-19 vaccine has passed the first phase. 
I like that joint. All right. Yeah, you got it up? Yeah, I got it. I got it. Hold on. Oh, okay, so what do you want me to do with the article, yo? Yeah, let's just open up and do, do what y'all normally do. You know, just educate. Just read the article. It breaks down exactly how mRNA vaccines work and how it's different from conventional vaccines. Yeah, protein vaccines. Okay. Man, they tell right, me. Right, right, right. They want to let me go in this joint, yo. Man, I need an email address. Well, how you read it? I know you ain't get, don't got no subscription. Nah, I got it on my um just on my regular internet. I don't know why it's doing that to you. Cause I don't have it. All right, let me see. Let me see if I could share my screen. Yeah, you can. Hold on. Gee. I just had it up, Haskell. You can you can answer. All right, hold on. Don't put the article in there, bro. Joint who's reading for the gym. You got uh, yeah, there you go. I got it. Go ahead. You got it up? No, I just told me I need to sign in too. Yeah, just all you got to do oh, put, damn. put your email in there. No, do you got the one from the journal Nature? The hell with the to hell with National Geographic. I mean, either either way, Ankh, it don't matter. This either one you want to use that that um. Let's go. Come on, read it. Let's see. I'm ready to learn. Yeah, either way, either way it goes. You know what I'm saying? So what do we? My saying? claim is that. What's your claim? My you claim is that mr mRNA vaccines don't work off antibodies. It don't got nothing to do with that. That's my claim. Okay. All right. So if you put, if you no 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 yeah, no, no that's if, not. if you put, yeah. So hold on, you're saying that to combat the fact that I said that you can burn, you can burn out by everybody getting. You say no, that's not true, right? That's why you're saying it. Yeah, that's bet, that. Saying. Yeah, that's what they. That's what what that's what the um okay the uh the CDC and the WHO are saying is that the okay. antibody shit don't matter. Like that don't apply in in this case. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Right I heard him. They're saying that don't. Oh, man. Sean, you got to read that. Hold on. As a matter of fact, I got to switch that thing. Hold on. It's right there in our face. Let's see. Go ahead, Sean. You got to read that. Oh, you got to read that. Where is it? Yeah, I don't, I don't see it on the I don't see it on the screen. Put it on the screen, huh?
All right, hold on, Haskell. I think I see. Let's see. Let's see if you write drum roll. I'm just hoping you write one time, yo. Right? God damn. <laughs> on May 18th, the biotech company, biotech company had announced what's this? Primarily findings that health subjects had responded to the mRNA vaccine by producing neutralizing antibodies. And what are you talking about, man? What are you talking about? See, there you go. The first line, you die. Let me finish reading, man. Antibodies are key sentinels made by the immune system to prevent infection by the coronavirus. Experts were quick to point out that the results supplied to only eight people out of 45 in the trial, with which is being conducted by the U.S. National Institute of where you reading? Where you reading from? Uh, okay, I see it. I see it. Sufficient information to gauge whether the phase one subjects had protective immune responses, which is widely considered by immunologists to involve more than simply producing antibodies. Okay, come on, Haskell, stop. Stop. Hold on. Where you at, Haskell? Yeah, you can hear me. You disappeared. You can hear me? Jesus Christ. Hey, Sean. Hold on. Hey, y'all can't hear me? Can y'all hear me out there? Yo. I wonder if you can hear me out there. Yo. I wonder if y'all can hear me. Man, I hear both of y'all. Stop asking oh. to be heard. I you hear can, both of y'all. You can hear me? I couldn't hear Haskell. Man, I hear both of y'all. Yeah, I can hear you. As Haskell ain't said no, but he can hear you. <laughs> hey, Haskell, yeah. stop. Yeah, yeah I could. wrong again. In the first night. Yeah, y'all, y'all can hear me? Haskell, I just read. Did you hear what I just read? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard what you just read. Right. What the Yeah, hell? I'm, I was. Hold on. What? Hold on. All right. Yeah, I was. All right. So I was wrong on the antibody thing uh, about the neutralizer antibodies. <laughs> but can you scroll down to where? Yeah, I don't have no problem being wrong. I'm, you know, I'm not an ego man. I'm gonna give you that high school. You yeah. like me? I don't have a problem being wrong, as long as we learn. I agree, totally agree. But you're right. There are different than protein vaccines. I've been said that. Okay, let's move it. Where you want me to go at? Can you scroll down to where it says the promise of mRNA vaccines is changing how we think about COVID-19 immunization? And read that. Okay, where we at? It's the what, same what? article. I know what where the phase two trial will involve 600 participants. No, no, scroll down. It's it's a headline. It's a bolded headline. It says the promise of mRNA vaccine is changing how we think about COVID-19 immunization. It's in larger font than the rest of the uh the article. You don't see it? Oh, you, you muted. Oh. Hold on. Hey, Haskell, your, your volume kind of low. I don't know if you just did something. Yeah, I think it's this bullshit ass phone, man. I got a new phone. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, it, you was you was good for a minute, then you dropped out, but that's, that, I ain't, don't let me disrupt y'all. And I dropped my phone and I had to get this 
a cheap ass phone right quick, man. Oh man. Where you at, Unc? You don't see it. You saying, hold on, yo. Yeah, hold on. Now you get a juice. All right, was you reading it? Um, I could go ahead and read it. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, Mister, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, because y'all both violating right now. What we do? Y'all both violating. Y'all, man, uh, the audience can't see nothing y'all talking about, yo. A bunch of tomfoolery. What I do? <laughs> <laughs> I thought Uncle was sharing his. I thought Unc was sharing the screen. No, no. Now one of y'all was sharing the screen, yo. Well, Unc don't like to read nothing fresh off the off the rip because I start stumbling, stammering. I did manage to read that pretty good. Well, was wrong. He was wrong in the first paragraph. He was dead. Yeah, he died in the first paragraph. Yeah, I was. I was wrong about. I was wrong about that antibody thing. He died. He died. Okay. Okay. Learned that. Did you learn that? Ain't no, Ain't no pressure. No, no, we good. No, no, we good. It's the scientific mind that has to get more. Somebody, somebody echo on real bad. But go ahead, Haskell. You can see it on the screen reading. Oh, there you go. Now Sean got it together. Go down to where it say, um, uh, the promise of mRNA vaccines is changing how we think about COVID-19 immunization. Scroll down. John, jump. All right, let me see. You say it's highlighted, yo? Yeah, it's in bold and it's, it's bigger. The, the font is bigger. Yeah, I got you it. Just, you got to go down. I got to say the promise of uh, RNA vaccines is changing how we think about COVID-19 immunization. The most traditional. Right, right. All right, hold on. I'm, I, I, I could go ahead and read that part. Uh. All right, go ahead, go ahead. Um, it says the most traditional methods of vaccine development in the human body either an inactivated or weakened form of a virus or one of these viral proteins. The immune system responds by producing antibodies that recognize particular proteins of the virus. These antibodies can fight disease infection as long as the virus doesn't evolve. mRNA vaccine we can't hear you, Haskell. Hear you, Haskell. Y'all can hear me now? No, you sound like you. Let me read. You sound like you died out. Hell no. Go. All right, let me read. No, no. You know I said it in my presentation, though, Haskell. Do you remember that, sir? All right, you say the most traditional methods of vaccine development introduced in the body to either the inactivated or weakened uh, form of the virus or to one of its vi viral proteins. Okay, uh, the immune system responds by producing antibodies that recognize the particular proteins of the virus. Those antibodies could fight further infection as long as the virus doesn't evolve. mRNA vaccines take a novel approach, that means a brand new approach, uh, that has never been licensed uh, for human, human use. 
uh, their development is faster as it bypasses the more uh, what's this laborious task of inactivating viruses or isolating proteins. Okay, say so the vaccine contains SNPs of the virus mRNA and no a molecule with in, with instructions for making the proteins. The scientists pack the mRNA inside the slippy pod made of what's this lips. Is that that lip lipids so it can slide into the cell okay once the once inside the cell the the rna finds it was the, the the ribosomes it say they are the machinery for building all proteins in the body okay ribosomes start making sars cov2 spike proteins based on the viral mrna uh, spike proteins coat the surface of the virus and are harmless on their own. There you go. That's what makes those vaccines even safer. They say they are considered a good vaccine target, which is also called an antigen. There you have it. Uh, an immune cell, uh, which is perceived the spike. There you go. Protein as if the body had been infected. It tricks off the sequence of events that result in the creation of antibodies. Antibodies. Yeah, see, that's some shit. That's yeah, the generation vaccine. That's right there. Yeah. Uh huh. Nothing about my sleep. Right. Yeah. So they just work a little different. Right. So, right. So I tore, up, I tore up the antibody part. You know, I fucked that up. Yeah, um, but the main, huh? Yeah, you messed that up, but don't worry about it. We all make mistakes. Yeah, uh, I was a super sandwich on that one. But uh, what I was mainly trying to communicate is that it's going to work very differently than how um, other vaccines work, being that it's going to change, it's going to alter your, um, it's going to alter you on a molecular level. It is going to alter It's going to alter who? Him? Yeah, the genes. Didn't you read the part where it says it's, it's going to um, recode the protein? Yeah, in that particular cell, yo. Yeah, inside the cell. And the, the, the nucleus is... Ain't going to alter your DNA. I hope not, yo. Now, by definition, that's what that's what a genetically modified organism is by definition. Is that how you do that, yo? Now I see how you do it. <laughs> Yeah. Yo, you take that. Let me see that line. Let me see if I can see what you Hold on, let me see. And an immune cell perceives the spike proteins as if the body had infected. It kicks off, I said tricks, it kicks off a sequence <laughs> that results in the creation of antibodies and other defenses. Now, where do it change your DNA at? Where that's at, yo? All right. Up to the part where it says the vaccine contains snippets of viral mRNA, okay. a molecule with instruct a molecule with instructions for making proteins. Gotcha. Scientists scientists pack the mRNA inside a slippery pod made of lipids so that it can slide into the cells. Yeah. Once inside the cells, the mRNA finds the ribosomes. They are the machinery for building all proteins in the body. Yes, and then the ribosomes start making the spike protein. So you know, by definition, anytime you, you uh, anytime you um, 
changing the voting process in the in the nucleus, you are altering your genes. Uh, or, or you're modifying, you're modifying the uh, the genes. You're trying real hard, y'all. I just want to let you know. I don't know how you reach that conclusion. You're way smarter than me. You just like Bush McCombs. Y'all way, way smarter than me. You're okay. I need to see that. So why don't you pull up the uh, RNA, go, go to uh, um, go to Wiki and just pull up, uh, you know, the, the effects of RNA vaccine. They're going to have some side effects and, and what the dangers are. Why don't you read that? Don't make up your own dangers because they definitely got, they, like you said, they ain't none of them been licensed ever. <laughs> new technology. Right. Yeah, new technology. Gonna be some gonna be some glitches in that. I read the whole page on uh, on our DNA vaccines, right? And they do have some harmful effects, though. Everything has harmful effects though. What you got? What science on the DNA? There you go. What is that? I get it. A number of candidate vaccines for COVID-19 use the genetic modification of the virus. It's a relative new process that science say may be safer and cheaper than conventional vaccines. Aren't there any downsides? There you go. Let's hear about Researchers say that the gene-based or DNA and RNA vaccine are faster and cheaper to produce large quantities than uh, conventional vaccines. Mm. Conventional vaccines often use weakened or killed versions of the virus. That means laboratories have to produce huge amounts of the virus. They often also include a protein, which is needed to spark uh, a human immune response. They need a protein to spark a human immune response. Producing the virus and a viral protein can be time intensive, uh, intensive and expensive. A DNA or RNA vaccine, on the other hand, takes a small part of the virus on genetic information, just enough to spark the immune system uh, immune response and the protein can be produced directly at the cell. Experts say the virus genetic information can be replicated and produced relatively easily, and that's what scientists want in live situations, such as SARS-CoV-2 slash COVID-19 pandemic, where billions of people need protein, uh, I mean, protection very quickly. That's a great advantage of the RNA vaccine, says Peter Dort, a uh, Nobel literate professor of immunologist at Melbourne University, if it works. Uh, who publishes updates in the so-called candidate vaccine SARS-CoV-2 currently in clinical and preclinical evaluation? One of uh, the most recent has about 34 RNA and DNA vac vaccines on the list, but so far none have been approved for use in humans. Compared to conventional vaccines, there are many different types of vaccines. Traditional conventional vaccines include live uh, attenuative uh, vaccines, Inactivated pathogens, also known as killed vaccines, viral vectored vaccines, also other types uh, known as MIT. We're trying to find out the dangers, right? Right. Okay, all right, hold on. Right. All right, this is still giving us advantages, so I don't want to read the advantages. Any downsides? All right, so here we go. The WHO says many aspects of the immune response caused by DNA vaccines are not yet fully understood, but that has not impeded significant progress toward the use of types of vaccines in humans, it says. 
In addition, Gilbert says the DNA vaccines usually only encode one protein from the pathogen. So they may not be so good if you need to make an immune response against multiple proteins to get protection, but that can be dealt with by mixing multiple vaccines together, she says. Delivery methods vary and may need to be redefined over time and more experience. Some use in DNA plasmid, a molecule that's basically a transportation vehicle for the vaccine. Others use electroporation, electric pulses that create temporary openings in the cell membrane, let the vaccine get inside. Scary misconceptions about DNA vaccines. Um, it says that often when we think of DNA or genetics in, many, in uh, any form, we think of scary designer babies or worry rather our altered DNA will get passed on to future generations. Anything to do with genetics or DNA is somehow conflated in many people's minds. They look at these technologies, whether it's a germline, heritable editing, or somatic gene therapy that isn't heritable, but might help with diabetes or changing the genetics of a plant so that it resists pests or changing the genetics of an animal so that it produces less uh, phosphorus in its species, says Alturo, a professor of law and bioethics at the University of Wisconsin-Madison. And all, and all these things get lumped together in a category of genetics and closely linked genetic scary or at least worrisome. And that's why we have to help people distinguish between various categories, Carol says. The DNA vaccines aren't uh, heritable. If there are ethical concerns in genetics, they might apply to techniques like human gene editing, whereas a person's DNA is altered to cut out a gene that might make you prone to a particular cancer. And those alterings can be passed on through generations. But that's not the case in the DNA vaccine. They don't alter a person's DNA at all. They provide a temporary addition in a small number of cells, says Gilbert. DNA vaccines do not enter the genome. They merely uh, hey, imitate- Stop right there, yeah. Sean, stop right there. There you go, Haskell. It does not alter the DNA like you almost tried to say. You did try to say it. So, so that's not- Look, Haskell, you my man, yo. Nah, you're, but he not- Your experiments, in the, your, your experiments while you driving in your car, yo, don't work for me, yo. I'm with you, though. But I'm going I'm to deal with that. Oh, you're not being truthful. All right. Y'all do me a favor. Haskell, what you want me to do? He read it. Why don't you go to the Wikipedia article? No, no, not Sean. I'm talking about whoever that, that scientist was. He's not <laughs> hey, Haskell, you know, you made me change my teaching method, yo. You know what I'm going to start doing? I'm going to start, start, I'm going to start off with all the harmful effects first. That's what Uncle is doing. So hey, we, hey, we're going to read the harmful effects. What did you read? Hold on. So, all right, let's just do this. Real, we're gonna read that, but you do realize it said it does not alter the DNA, right? Yeah, so I'm we're gonna, gonna use lying, Wikipedia, bro. huh? Hey man. I I can barely hear him, but he keeps saying you lying. Um, no, he ain't say I'm lying. He said a guy lying. The scientist lying you got. <laughs> yeah, he's lying, bro. He's Why you bring that lying scientist, Sean? Can you go to Wikipedia, Sean? It's going to give you some information on it. It's going to tell you. Go to Wikipedia, because he's he going to believe that. What do you want? He want the DNA, well, wait, what, eight, DNA vaccines or RNA vaccines. Go to the Wikipedia. No, no, no. Look up genetic. No, no, no. Look up the we don't want to mix it. 
can we not do the can we not do the, the mix? Like we start mixing stuff together, we'll find that, we'll read that, then we'll make it the plot of vaccines. I don't want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> That's what black line do. Yo. I like, come on, black line, code the code and mix it. I don't want to do the mix, yo. I don't want to do the black African power mix. Huh? Why he mad? Why he mad at the source though, yo? That's a good source. This is a good source right here. I'm not mad at the source, bro. I'm telling you, the man is playing word game. What's the word game we playing? Help us out. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah he was clear. He was clear in his statement. He says they they don't alter person's DNA. Right. And that's a lie, bro. Because all right, let's uh, see what you want. Let's, hey, you okay, want hold on, hold on, hold on. So, so let's look the guy up, right? Let's see how much of a liar he is, no. right? Let's, All right, let's do it his way, Sean. Let's do it Haskell way. One show, let's do it this way. We're dealing with the guy that made the claim, yo. If he says it, if he says it, then we need to go, we need to see who nope. we're dealing with. Yeah, but Sean, I, what I I'm saying is he... the way I want to beat Haskell up with his own stuff. We already okay. beat him up with yeah, the beat him up, beat him up. Haskell, he wants to go to Haskell. We're gonna go where you go at. We're gonna, All we're right. gonna do go to go to. Yeah, go to Wiki and um, look up genetic right engineering. And go to genetic engineering. Let's do that. <laughs> Come on, Sean. Let's let let let's research like the pseudos do, yo. That's gonna help us out. Come on, yo. <laughs> hey, ladies and gentlemen, this is how the pseudos do it. Watch this. Watch how he put it together. Go ahead, grab that. Genetic engineering, also called genetic modification of genetic manipulation, is the direct manipulation of an organism's genes using biotechnology. It is a set of technologies used to change the genetic makeup of cells, including the transfer of genes within a cross-species boundaries to produce improved or novel organisms. New DNA is obtained by either isolating and copying the genetic material of inter, uh, interest using the recombinant DNA Recom Recombinant. Yeah, recombinant I, DNA methods. Recombinant, bro. Methods are by artificially synthesizing the DNA. A construct is used, created, and used to insert the DNA in a host organism. The first recombinant DNA molecule was made by Paul Berg in 72 by combining DNA from the monkey virus SV40 with the lambda virus. As well as inserting genes, the process can be used to remove or knock out genes. The new DNA can be inserted randomly or targeted to a specific part of the genome. All right, so we got an right. idea. Right, now. Huh? Okay, where I'm going, Haskell. No, no, that's it, that's it. So the point, the point I'm gonna make is, after reading that definition, and Ankh reading that National Geographic um, article that described how the technology works, right? How can that scientist be telling the truth? Because it says the mRNA goes into the cell and it alters the way how the ribosomes produce proteins. That is genetic manipulation by definition. There's no way around that. It is genetic modification. So that scientist is playing little, little word, little language games, bro. Can I, can I keep reading? Yeah, go ahead. All right, genetic engineering has many applications to medicine that include the manufacturing of drugs, creation of model animals, the mimic human conditions, and the gene therapy. One of the earliest uses of genetic engineering was to mass produce human insulin and bacteria. This application has now been applied to human growth hormones, follicle stimulating hormones. 
for treating infertility, human uh, albumin, uh, monoclonal antibodies, uh, what is that? Anti-hemophilic factors, vaccines, and many other drugs. Here we go. Mouse hybridoma cells fuse together to create monoclonal uh, antibodies have been adapted through genetic engineering to create human monoclonal uh, antibodies in 2017 genetic engineering of uh, what is that chemic antigen receptors of the patient's own T cells was approved by the use of FDA as a treatment for the cancer acute lipoblastic leukemia genetically engineered viruses are being developed that can still confer immunity back but lack the infectious sequencing. Genetic engineering is also used to create animal models in human beings. Genetically modified mice are the most common genetically engineered animal model. They have been used to study and model cancer, the uh, uncle mouse, obesity, heart disease, diabetes, arthritis, uh, substance abuse, anxiety, aging, and Parkinson's disease. Potential cures can be tested against these mouse models. Also genetically modified pigs have been bred with the aim of increasing success of pig to human organ transplantation. Gene therapy is the genetic engineering of humans generally by replacing defective genes with effective ones. Clinical research using somatic gene therapy has been conducted with several disease, including X-linked uh, uh, SCID, chronic lymphocytic leukemia and Parkinson's disease in 2012. Uh, Alipongine Teprovovic became the first gene therapy treatment to be approved for clinical use. 2015, a virus was used to insert a healthy gene into skin cells of a boy suffering from a rare skin disease, epidermolysis bolsa bullosa, in order to grow and then graft healthy skin onto 80% of the body, the boy's body with and affected by the illness. Now, gremlin gene therapy would also result in the change of being inheritable, which has raised concerns within the scientific community. In 2015, CRISP uh, was used to edit the gene DNA of a non, what is it, non-viable human embryo, uh, leading scientists of a major world academies to call for a moratorium on inheritable human genomes edits. Now, there are also concerns about the technology could be used not to just for treatment, but for the enhancement, modification, or, or altering of a human being's appearance, adaptability, intelligence, character, or behavior. Distinguish between a cure and enhancement can also be difficult to establish. In 2018, he, Gene Kui, announced that he had edited the genomes of two human embryos to adapt to uh, disable the CCR5 gene, which codes for a receptor that HIV uses to enter cells. He said the twin girls, Lula and Nana, had been born a few weeks earlier. He said the girls uh, still carried their functional copies of CCR5 along with disabled CCR5, uh, which is the Mosiacin, uh, and were still vulnerable to HIV. Uh, the work was widely condemned as unethical, dangerous, and premature. Researchers are altering the gene of pigs induced um, in the growth of human organs to be used in transplant. Scientists are creating gene drivers changing genomes in mosquitoes to, to make the immune, uh, make them immune to malaria and then looking to spread genetically altered mosquitoes throughout the mosquito population in hopes of eliminating the disease. Uh, where, where's your argument, Haskell? You still there? 
I'm hunting your argument. That's why I read all of it about medicine. I can't hear you at all. So genetic engineering has potential applications in conversations and natural area management. Gene transfer through viral vectors has been processed as a means of controlling invasive species as well as vaccinating threatened uh, fauna from disease. Transgenic trees have been suggested as a way of confer resistance to pathogens in wild populations with the increasing risk of maladaptation in organisms as a result of climate change and other uh, perturb uh, perturbations facilitated adaptation through gene tweaking could be one solution to reducing extinction risk. Applications of genetic engineering and conversations are thus far mostly theoretical and have yet to be put into practice. Genetic engineering is also being used to create microbial art. Some bacteria have been genetically engineered to create black and white phot photographs, novelty items such as lavender colored carnations, blue roses and glowing fish have also been produced through genetic engineering. Pascal is mute. I can't hear you at all. Yo, y'all do your thing, man. I'm, I'm at my people them house. Uh, okay, now you don't want to talk to us. You're at your people house now. Nah, hold on. I'm going to talk, bro. What, what's up? <laughs> nah, you, just, you, just, you just sent me down here chasing gene engineering and then you ran off. So I'm trying to say, you trying nah, to- bro. Yeah, you can hear me? Enjoy, enjoy your people, man. Nah, nah, I'm, I'm, I could talk, man. No, but, nah. but my point was, my point wasn't even so much that the gene modification is anything like this terrible Frankenstein type of thing and it's gonna kill everybody and da da da. My simple point was that, you know, you are, you know, your genes are being modified. And when you read the, um, well, Ankh read, from that source, from the National Geographic source described in our mRNA works, it says it does alter the ribosomes, which is the machinery responsible for uh, protein production. And that is gene editing, it's gene manipulation. There's no way around that. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I think you're misinterpreting the data too. Because you're, you're saying something that it's not saying, and then we go back and we look at the scientists who are actually in the field and they're studying these things. And then he says what he says, it doesn't alter a person's DNA at all. They provide a temporary addition in a small number of cells. Right, he's saying it doesn't alter your, your, um, yeah. your genome, but that's a, but, but Sean, that's a different thing than saying- uh, I wasn't finished. finished though, listen, listen, okay. listen again. And then it says they merely, uh, imitate what happens when we get infected by a virus. A virus inserts its DNA into our cells. So again, we know that a virus, a virus, um, you know, inserts its DNA into our cells. They're trying to stop that from penetrating the cells by using this as a defense mechanism against what the virus does when it enters our cells. Now, the cells to enable it to replicate and spread. And a vaccine has to do that as well, but in controlled manner. As Cheryl puts it, you retain the shell of the virus, but take away the guts. They really dangerous stuff that makes you sick. When we get a viral infection, genetic material, DNA and RNA from the virus is there inside our cells, uh, cells but most viral infections don't then leave DNA. That become part of the genome, although that does happen in some cases. 
Oh, hold on. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Go back. Read that again. See what you listening for a word. No, 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 bro. Just read just read that sentence for me, bro. Please get a viral when we get a viral infection. Uh Genetic material, DNA or RNA from the virus is there inside our cells. But most viral infections don't then leave DNA that becomes part of the genome. Although that does happen in some cases. Okay. Saying that the viral infection usually doesn't leave DNA, but in some cases it does leave DNA. We clear on that? Yeah, we are on it. All right. HIV, for instance, has a reverse transcriptase, which copies the viral genetic material back into the genome. But viruses like the coronavirus or influenza don't have that, says Doherty. So we're not going to copy the genetic material back into the human genome, but quite frankly, if you made a RNA vaccine and you gave it to people and it transmitted to other people, that would be a good thing, he says, but I don't see why it should happen anyway. When will we see a gene-based vaccine for COVID-19? Some DNA vaccines have been approved for veterinary use, and there are many others in clinical trials for human use, including the for SARS-CoV-2. Many will use what's called an adaptive clinical trial design to speed up the process from discovery to development, to the trial and approval to production, which what we showed in the in uh, Unk's presentation earlier. Churro says adaptive trials are less static approach than conventional ones. They allow researchers to respond to the data and adapt as they go along, whereas you would normally take every step in sequence and over time. But in a live pandemic, time is a premium. An adaptive trial design makes it effective possible to approve a vaccine before all the testing is complete. There will be a requirement to do follow-up research to confirm early indications, known as uh, surrogate markers, says Cheryl. And if that research fails to confirm those indications, then the drug or vaccine can be withdrawn. In any case, you're only likely to see the full effects of a vaccine once it's out in the community as uh, Dohortis puts it. It's all one enormous experiment. People are trying to be safe, but even partially effective vaccine might be useful. We'll have to see how that evaluates by the regulatory body and the people making the vaccines. That's the end of the article. Yeah, so, yeah. So you're, that's, you're continuing. That's, yeah, you're go continuing. ahead, I can say something. Your contention is with what he said. Right. And so he said it doesn't alter your DNA. He, yeah, he says it doesn't um alter your genome, right? He but says that's a that, very he says that he says they don't alter a person's DNA at uh, all. Right. It doesn't alter a person's DNA at all. Yeah, they provide then, a temporary addition in small numbers of cells. And the mm-hmm. DNA vaccines do not enter the genome. Yeah, that's that's a lie. But you just read that the DNA, the the uh, the plasmid does go inside the cell, right? We we agree on that, Mm-mm. right? Hold on, I'm talking about the source that we read from earlier. When they when they when they inject the um the mRNA, it says it does slip inside to this in the cell through those lipids or whatever, right? You remember that? I'm looking at it. 
Right. And then it says that it alters the ribosome, the ribosomes, right? That's responsible for producing. It says the vaccine contains snippets or of viral mRNA. mRNA, right. Instructions for making proteins. Right. Now, when, hold on, hold on, hold on. What instructs the pro, what, what instructs uh, uh, the production of proteins? Genes, bro. Am I right or wrong on that? You all over the place. I'm not all over the place. I'm on point. It's you talking said, about the pro uh-huh. What codes pro what codes proteins? What codes I proteins? I ain't, I ain't following you down the rabbit hole. There's no rabbit hole, bro. Don't don't try to slip and duck. What codes proteins? Genes. That's not no rabbit hole, bro. Okay. That's not a rabbit hole. If you're if you're altering the way how uh, if you're altering um protein production, you are altering the genes. There's no way around that. And I don't care what kind of slippery language uh buddy using. He, he's not using he's not using uh, slippery language. Oh yes. Hold on, hold on, hold on, Haskell. You <laughs> you're gonna tell so hold on. You're gonna tell a scientist who deals with this in the lab every day that his language is slippery when he's telling you based on his results that it's not altering the DNA. The, it doesn't enter the genome. If he's in the lab and he's testing this and he's turning around and telling you these, these are our results, it's not altering or changing the genome. And you're gonna tell him that his choice words is wrong based on a definition with no experimentation. Yeah, I'm telling you it's double speak. I don't, I don't need to do the experiment to know that the logic is off. If you're telling me that it doesn't alter the DNA. Right, hold on, hold on, let me talk, bro. To come to, to, come to the same conclusion. If you come bro, to me, a conclusion, we throw it out. That's fine, you could throw it out, bro. But I'm telling you that's double speak. You can't say it doesn't alter the genes, but then says it goes inside the cell, Hold on, bro. You can't say it doesn't alter the genes, but then says it goes inside the cell and manipulates the production of proteins. Those two things cannot be both true at the same time. Doesn't cause it mutations. Can. Doesn't cause mutations. It would have to mutate to alter the genome. Doesn't cause bro, a, a, bro, bro, a mutation is a change, right? Does right, and we just read that it says it's going to alter how the ribosomes hold proteins. He specifically slowed it down and read it for a reason because we need to know what the scientist is actually trying to say. The scientist says this, that, and the third. So, what all right, Sean, so hold on. If I could produce a scientist that says the exact opposite, what would that mean? Because I could get that for you. All right. So again, the scientists just said, we just read it. We just read it. And you're All right. arguing I'm something different. So I, this is why I said what I said. I said, OK. I said, let's slow it down. Let's find out who Gilbert is, right? And let's deal with Gilbert from the perspective to see if there's more work on Gilbert. So that we can go back and we can we can put we can scrutinize Gilbert, who makes the statement based on their lab results. Not me and you, 
because right. you ain't in the Okay, Sean, hold on. Can I give you, let me give you a quick analogy, right? No, nah, not, not going to No, hold on, bro. Let me talk, bro. Goddamn. I'm not a geographer, right? It's consensus among geographers that Europe is a continent. They describe it as such, right? Now, by definition, I know Europe is not a continent. Do I know more than a geographer? No, but I know based on their definition of what a continent is, them calling Europe a continent is wrong. And I don't need expertise to see illogic or flaws in logic. You can't tell me that DNA isn't getting altered, but then tell me that this RNA is going inside the cell and changing the production of proteins and then say, no, it's not, it's not manipulating DNA. Those two things cannot go at, they can't work at the same time, bro. Let me read it one more time time to you. If there are ethical concerns in genetics, they might apply to techniques like the human gene editing, where a person's DNA is altered to cut out a gene that might make you prone to a particular cancer. And those alterations can be passed on through generations. But that's not the case with DNA vaccines. They don't alter a, post a person's DNA at all. They provide a temporary addition in a small number of cells, says Gilbert. DNA vaccines do not enter the genome. They're only, they only provide a temporary addition in a small number of cells. That's what I'm saying. We got to go look at the science, bro. Yeah, we we going we going in circles. Um, but what he's saying contradicts what we read in that article. That's all I'm saying. It's not a he, it's a she. Her name is Sarah Gilbert. She's a scientist. Yeah. She's the one working on the dang on vaccine. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. But she lying. You know what I'm saying? Okay. She she playing. She lying because uh, she don't agree with you. No, because she using little word games, bro. No, she lied because she don't agree with you. Look at no, her. She on bro. the screen. She's on the screen. Nah, dog. I don't I don't care about her, bro. Who I don't know her, bro. You appealing to authority just because she I said ain't dude. Yeah, you, yeah, you in, is, bro. Listen, in the case, in the case, in the case of something that ain't even out, all we're doing is reading what she wrote. We ain't even looked at the actual journals on it bro that's what i'm telling you you just can't come out and make up your own conclusion without any evidence you don't have the evidence you got an article that you read and then i went and said boom here we go listen and let's read this and it for tit for tat now we got to find out who said the professor sarah gilbert is we break down her previous work and see what she's doing currently on this work and if she's published the journal, if she's published the journal, then we take the journal and we see where it was peer reviewed. We mark who peer reviewed the article. And then we look at everything that goes behind that based on what yeah. they found in the review. If can, it we was find out, can we find out who funds her also? That's, that's relevant information too. Dude, it don't matter if, if Jesus, Mary, Joseph, and Allah funded her, bro. It does not negate, it doesn't negate the method. 
we ain't concerned with what she's saying. We're concerned with her method. How did she get to that conclusion? That's what's under scrutiny here, not who funded her. It don't even matter. But to answer your question, Sarah Gilbert is a professor at the Vaccinology at the Jenner Institute and No Field Department of Clinical Medicine at Oxford University. Uh huh. Mm hmm. Okay. Who funds Who funds uh, that particular research she's doing? I mean, you know what? That's that's a rabbit hole. Let's not even go there. <laughs> I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say this one more time for the for the. For the slow pokes, right? Oh, the conversation y'all was having earlier with um with Black Lion when he was trying to explain. I wasn't there. Don't say y'all. Yeah, hold there. on, but the audience the audience was there, right? When Black Lion was know. making, hold on, bro. Let me talk, man. When Black Lion was making the point that when uh when it is said in science that we share uh what is it ninety nine point six percent genetic affinity with uh with bonobos or chimps or whoever. That's only speaking about the 2% of the genome that codes proteins, right? That's not for you, it's for the audience, right? So that's what, what makes DNA DNA, it codes proteins, right? And only 2% of the entire genome codes proteins, 98% does not. Now, when we read a source that says this mRNA is gonna be injected into our bodies, it's gonna go inside of our cells, and modify how ribosomes produce uh, uh, proteins, that is a genetic manipulation. Now, you can get a million scientists to come and play little word games and say, oh, it's not manipulating the genome and da-da-da. By definition, it's genetic manipulation, bro. It ain't no way around that. All right, so uh, Haskell, let me move forward. So how do genes direct the production of proteins? Most genes contain the information needed to make functional molecules called proteins. A few genes produce other molecules that help the cell assemble proteins. The journey from gene to protein is complex and tightly controlled within each cell. It consists of two major steps, transcription and translation. Together, transcription and translation are known as gene expression. During the process of transcription, the information stored in a gene's DNA is transferred to a similar molecule called RNA in the, in the cell nucleus. Both RNA and DNA are made up of a chain of nucleotide bases, but they, are, they have slightly different chemical properties. The type of RNA that contains the information of making a protein is called the messenger RNA, which is the mRNA because it carries information or message from the DNA out of the nucleus into the cytoplasm. Translation, Boom. the second. Boom, you kill baby. Yourself. You kill Boom. yourself. You kill Boom. yourself. I'm going to show you why. Translation, Boom, baby. the second step. Boom, baby. It's right there, Sean. No. Shut and up. That, that, Let me finish. They trying ahead. to learn, bro. I'm you about to kill yourself. That's why I say you about to kill yourself. The go translation. Ahead, man. The second step in getting from a gene to a protein takes place in the cytoplasm. The mRNA interacts with a specialized complex called the ribosome, which reads the sequence of mRNA bases. Each sequence of three bases called a codone usually codes for one particular amino acid. Amino acids are building blocks of proteins. A type of RNA called transfer RNA, tRNA, assembles the protein one amino acid at a time. Protein assembly continues until the ribosome encounters a stop codon, a sequence of three bases. 
that does not code for amino acid. The flow of information from DNA to RNA to proteins is one of the fundamental principles of molecular biology. It is important that it is sometimes called the central dogma. On the screen, I don't know if you can see this, but through the process of transcription and translation information from genes is used to make proteins. And it gives an example on the actual screen. So let me go backwards and go to your, your source again, which says it here at the beginning of the article that you, that you posted from National, National Geographic. Geographic. It says mm -hmm. a promising coronavirus vaccine candidate cleared a, a key hurdle this week when uh, Mordina Therapeutics entered phase two of clinical trials. The move signals that the company's mRNA vaccine has faced its initial safety checks and has met an important milestone in bringing the, this drug closer to the public and commercial markets. After almost five months of global deaths and economic shutdowns brought by the COVID pandemic, people are anxiously awaiting a glimmer of hope for a return to normal routines. This partly explains the recent frenzy over results from Moderna and its front runner candidate, which moved from company's lab in Cambridge, Massachusetts to human trials in record uh, setting 63 days. It says on the 18th of May, the biotech company had announced preliminary findings that healthy subjects had responded to it from RNA vaccine by producing neutralizing antibodies. Antibodies are the key signals made by the immune system to prevent infection by the coronavirus. Experts were quick to point out that the results applied to one eight people out of 45 in the trial, uh, which is being conducted by the U.S. National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Disease. The company has not released sufficient information to gauge whether the phase one subjects have protective immune responses, which is widely considered by immunologists to involve more than simply producing antibodies. But the details that Mardina did not present paired the latest announcement suggests that the company may be on its way to achieving something unprecedented, licensing the first mRNA vaccine uh, for human use. Now, then it says the results are exciting because they've got a phase one dating uh, that vaccine is safe, which is a big deal, says Ali Salim, a drug developer professor at University of Iowa College Pharmacy, who is not involved in the Mardena trial. Phase two of the trial will involve an estimated 600 participants spread across 10 sites in eight states. Those sites begin screening of the subject this week, and if they qualify based on physical exams, some will receive uh, immunization starting this Monday, this coming Monday. After this story initially published, Mardena confirmed via uh, press release that the first part participants in each group of the trial, adults below and above 55, have received doses of company's candidate. Uh, let's move on. How mRNA vaccines emerge whenever a germ infected the body or our immune system scrambles to recognize the amount of response. Traditional vaccines take advantage of the response by injecting a whole, but inactive virus or their whole proteins into our bodies, triggering the immune reaction, uh, which we're aware of that. Then we get down here back to your article when I skip over the last message, RMA and genetic material nucleoid. Now it says the promise of mRNA vaccines is changing how we think about COVID. And it says, again, as you stated, the most traditional methods of vaccine development introduce the body to either an inactivated or weakened form of the virus or to one of its viral proteins. The immune system responds by producing antibodies that recognize particular proteins of the virus. These antibodies could fight future infections as long as the virus doesn't evolve. mRNA vaccines take a novel approach that has never been licensed for human use. 
Their development is faster as it bypasses the more laborious uh, task of inactivating viruses or isolating proteins. The vaccine contains snippets of the viral mRNA and molecular instructions for making proteins. Scientists pack the mRNA inside a slippery pod made of lipids so it can slide into the cells. And then we have an example of the, the needle, uh, the mRNA, um, the lipid coat, and then the cell membranes inside. Okay, so inside that we have, once inside the cell, the mRNA finds the, uh, the ribosomes. They are the machinery for building- Right, now, now let me- Hold let me, on, let me, no, hold I on. Dude, I knew you was gonna do this. Bro, go ahead, I can't interject for one go, second. No, 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 go, go ahead, con control the narrative, go, go. I ain't trying to control the narrative, bro. You've been reading for about five, about five minutes. I can't say one thing. I just wanted to make <laughs> the point that <laughs> I wanted to make the point, it's gonna go into the, ribos the ribosomes um, doing the production of proteins, right? Now, if you recall what you read prior to that about uh, transcription and translation, you remember it says that's done inside the nucleus, right? And then those, those uh, uh, that MR, that, that once the transcription occurs, it leaves the nucleus and goes into the cytoplasm and interacts with the ribosomes, and then the ribosomes create the proteins. We we all we are we on the same page here? Yeah, the neck bone connected to the right. waist bone, and the waist bone connected to the shoulder bone. But go ahead. You know what? I guess this, you know what? I, you're I making your this. own, bro. On, you're bro, making your own. You're making hold an on. argument that science you, you are know not even making. You know what I realized? The, the, the discussion is. It's a little too nuanced for y'all. Yeah, I, that's you're right. what I realized. No, no, I agree. No, I agree. I agree. I agree. You got me. I told you earlier. I said, "Yo, you got me beat." Y'all, I mean, you, you, you and my man, Black Lion Supreme. Y'all got me beat. I, I know what it's about, yo. I'm learning from you, bro. Yep. I see yeah, how you research. Put that shit together. Fuck your lab. I'm gonna put it it's, together. It's, it's a little, it's a little too nuanced. But again, um, my my argument is based on logic. It's not about expertise, right? If In he science. just went, you know on, what scientists on, are saying about logic? Sean, hold on, hold on, bro. You just read before we you read the National Geographic thing. You just read how trans transcription and translation occurs, right? Now, in this process of the mr mRNA vaccine, it's doing the exact. Let me do it. Go ahead. Talk. Nah, nah, you talk, because you like, go ahead, you talk. Nah, bro, I don't even talk that long when I talk, man. You've be, been reading for like 10 minutes, bro. The, the, process <laughs> that, the process that you're describing with mRNA, it is altering that, that process, because the, the mRNA, when it inserted into the, the cell membrane, right, it does change up in the, in the nucleus, and it changes how the ribosomes um, code proteins. Like, I'm, what am I saying that's wrong? It says that's what it does, bro. All right, yo, you the one, you won. No, I'm, I'm not even trying to win, oh, but I don't know, bro. Nigga making me sound like I'm crazy, but, bro, he reading no, no, it right now. you're crazy. You realize when I'm saying you're crazy, we're, we're saying that you're making that up. Just find a source that says that Arnie vaccine I mean, yeah, the vaccine actually do what you're saying, and I'll shut the hell up. That's all you gotta do. You put no, it uh, together, yo. I know you ain't been in lab the first. You and me both, please. 
I don't know what you've been, but lately we ain't been in the lab. And I'm saying is we're not doing all that. Like you doing something that's remarkable right now. You're reaching conclusions based off of reading different things. I mean, that's how you research. And that's why it's just, and that's why it, I know I can't listen to you like that. I got just give me a source of the journal of nature, New England uh, um, Journal of Medicine or JAMA that says what you're saying. And I say, yo, you got a great point right there, bro. All right, y'all go ahead. I'm going to find that source. Y'all go ahead. Right, that's all, because I thought that was part of the harmful effects. Then maybe something like that could happen. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to hear you say that they, they lying. Come on, yo. Then we right back where we started. If we can't believe nothing and all that, we need to be at the Toyota plant when they make the breaks. And all. Come on, yo. Like, who could do that their whole life? I'm going to go to where they make the bricks, because my house is made out of bricks, and I want to make sure they ain't putting something in it. So when we get in the house, the bricks don't fall on us. Come on, yo. Can't do that, yo. I don't, I don't think that he was understanding what I'm saying. He's drawing his own conclusion based on not having all the data, no no clinical trial, no studies or anything like that. He's just saying, he's saying someone's playing a word game that's in a lab that's actually testing this thing and seeing how it's responding and then saying, well, we're appealing to authority. Until we have the method, we don't have no choice because we're not we're not in there. So we need a clinical trial that we actually can study and adhere and, and, and see how it flows. So then we can check, we can check that person's method. We can go back and look directly at her method. You know, once we have a clinical trial and we do all of that. But if she's testing something, she's not getting a response for something, and she reports on her, her response and it says, hey, this is not doing that. It's not altering a person's DNA at all. It's a temporary addition in small numbers. How small of a number? My question is, how small of a number of cells? If it's providing temporary additions in a small number of cells, how small of a number? Because that's important information in knowing how this whole thing works. And if the vaccine does not enter the genome, then how small of a number? How right. is it not? You know what that's like, Sean? When they asked uh, Bill Clinton if he ever had sex with Monica Lewinsky, and he said, nah, I didn't have sex with that woman. When technically he not counting oral sex as sex. That's the game she playing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she using a little technicality. You know, well, it does add a, a couple of cells and da-da-da-da-da. She run a game, bro. Mm -hmm. How how can you how can you refute her? How can you refute her? All right, it's scientific. You, home, you were just driving in your car, and this your first time hearing this, and then you go turn around and say she doing something. No, nah, no, nah, I've been reading up on this, but it's scientific American. Uh, That's not what I'm saying, bro. Listen to what I'm saying. You never read her information on this until you heard it today, and you gonna tell her what she's saying and what she doing. All right, is Scientific American a good source, y'all? Is, is that a good enough source or no? She says, we're not going to copy the genetic material back into the human genome, but quite frankly, if you're made an RNA vaccine, you have to give it to people and it's transmitted to other people. Be good. Go ahead, read, read whatever you want to read. I don't know what you're reading, but uh, what's the name of the article? No, nah, I ain't got it together. I just want to know if it's if it's a qualified source by y'all by y'all standards. Yes. You can use it. Go ahead. We'll All right, hold on. Let me get it together. Go ahead. 
uh, you got to read it first. You don't, you don't want to give it to us and let us read what you're trying to put out for us first. Yeah, I mean, I could, I could, I could, I, but it's just like y'all say, you always want to kind of um, review what it is that you don't just want to just half cock, just grab stuff. Mm-hmm. I want to review it and see what it's talking about first. Okay. I mean, I could put it, I could put it in a chat. Hold on. Nah, you ain't got to put it in the chat, bro. I understand. Read it, read it, read it first. You need it, you need it to make sense. I knew you would make it interesting at the end of the show. You know what I mean? It's, it's just new Haskell's called. Do the Haskell special. Hey, but you know what though, Sean? Even for the people in the chat who, who think I'm ridiculous, I, I don't think, think you're we, ridiculous. Yeah, I know, I know y'all don't, but I still think like we're learning <laughs> a lot because I'm pretty yeah. sure a lot of people ain't sitting there reading up on RNA no, no, and trans no. transcription and translation and all that. So as long you no. know. If we all getting something out of it and we learning, everybody wins, bro. That's how I look at it. That's true. I mean, you already admitted you was wrong there. You know what I mean? Early on that. Uh, on here you go. <laughs> so uh, all is all is well in the field of science. You hey, you a, <laughs> hey, you a bastard for that, bro. I'm, I'm mis- <laughs> hey, I misspoke. Okay. It's all. It's all good. Yeah, I know you did, bro. It just didn't say what you thought it said initially. That's why we yeah, I was, here. I was wrong. I was wrong. Uh, go ahead, talk though, bro. You, you having dead ear? What on cat? Nah, I, I'm uh, I'm doing what you're doing because I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm trying to get ready for the trickle room. I'm trying to get. I'm trying to get prepared for the bait switch. You feel me? Like I really all right, so let's go to New England Journal. Let's let's deal with that. That's what this is what Uncle wants you to do. He wants you to go to the New England Journal of Medicine because he just read this preliminary report and had it in his in his uh bag, right? And I posted it on social media. So we want to hear what you gotta say about it. Cause this what Uncle wants you he wants you to get something like this, yo. The mRNA against SARS CoV-2. Hold on, it's not on the screen. I got it on the screen. Okay. Oh, there you go. And, and That's what New England it. Journal? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So basically, it concludes like, you know, says what it says here, but to give it more detail, we need to go through. And this is what basically what I was telling people, like when they try to challenge vaccines and things of that nature, they don't go and read the actual clinical trials, right? They just come to some faulty conclusion based on an emotional appeal. So go get the clinical trial and study it and see what the results are. So it says the 45 enrolled participants received their first vaccination between March 16th and April 14th. Three participants did not receive the second vaccination, including one in the 25 UG group who had uh, uticaria on both legs with an onset five days of the vaccine, the two 
who missed the second vaccination window on to isolation for suspected COVID-19 while the test result ultimately negative. We're pending, I'll continue to attend scheduled trial visits. Demographic characteristic of participants at enrolled are provided in the table. So it tells you about that. It talks about the vaccine safety. No serious adverse events were noted and no specified trial halting rules were met. As noted above, one participant in the 25 UG group had, was withdrawn because of an un, uh, unsolicited adverse event. Transient, uh, transient judged to be related to the first vaccine. After the first vaccine solicited systemic adverse uh, events were reported by five participants in the uh, 25 UG group, uh, 10 in the 100 group, eight in the 250 group, all were mild or moderate in severity. Solicited, uh, solicited systemic adverse events were more common after the second vaccination and occurred in seven to 13 participants in the 25 UG group, all 15 in the 100 group, and all 14 in the 250 group, and three in the participant 21 reporting one or more severe events. None of the participants had fever after the first vaccination. After the second vaccination, no participants in the 25U, six in the 100, eight in the uh, 250 group uh, reported fever. One of the events maximum temperature was 36.6 degrees Celsius in the 250 group uh, was graded severe. Additional, uh, let me see, let's move on. Skip to my loo, the discussion, the sources. So down here, you know where it concludes. This is basically the trial. And this is what you have to pay attention to. This your mRNA, right? Vaccine against SARS-CoV-2 at work. You still trying to, you trying to get your uh, line ready? Yeah, I got yeah. a doozy, I got a doozy coming, don't worry. You got a doozy coming? I got a doozy. Are you are you making this yourself? What kind of phone? Nah, nah, this coming this coming from a source from a microbiologist. I, I got something for you. I'm coming. Hold <laughs> on. This article has 32, 32 references. It was published on the 14th of July. All right, so ladies and gentlemen, we're about to get this big old dagger from from um, Haskell. We waiting on it, yo. Because his conclusion was based on his perspective or interpretation of the data. Yep. And he concluded that that scientist who's in the lab is playing games. How can a nurse have anything that, never mind, let me be quiet, be quiet. Spears of the Mozzie out right now, man. Get that, man. Support us. We worked hard on the book. Spears of the Mozzie. I mean, I know a lot of y'all really don't care. You might not even read books, but uh, just cause you don't read a book don't mean you can't support a group of brothers who trying to bring truth to light and uh, inspire, uplift and educate our people. 
Yeah, he said she was lying, yo. So he now he has to prove that she's lying. And on and, and soon he come with his little article that he trying to come with. It better have a, a clinical trial or study showing that she was absolutely wrong, yo. Cause he said she was lying, yo. We read her words like five times. This little geeky lady right here, he said was a liar. Her said why? She lying. She, why? Cause she look geeky. She can't be a liar. Nah. Now nah. what I said, what I said she did was she 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 planned she she manipulating language. So just like how Bill Clinton said, oh, I didn't have sex with Monica Lewinsky. Technically he didn't, he didn't because sex is is intercourse, right? But he was just getting ahead. So technically he telling the truth, but he playing. You get what I'm saying? That's nah. what she doing. She ain't playing. She she being slick, like how Ark would say. She be she being slick. That's what she doing. I never proved that she being slick. Where do you go, Haskell? Prove that she being slick. Prove she being slick, Haskell. Hold on, I'm getting the uh the source right now from Medscape. You getting the source from who? Medscape, Medscape. You using Medscape as a source? Yes, sir. I mean, if y'all could use Wiki, why can't use Medscape? I'm asking. Yeah. Yeah, the article has, um, you know, MDs and PhDs, uh, you know, who are the authors of it, so. Mm -hmm. All right, hold on. I'm about to share my screen. Okay, let me stop. Uh, I know you was gonna do this good of a job fighting for nothing. I would have popped me some popcorn. All right, hold on. All right, where's this thing at? Here you go. All right, y'all can see my screen? You can see my screen, Sean? Yeah. All right, so this is a Medscape article, The Emerging Role of DNA Vaccines. And up top, you can see the authors, Michael McDonald, MD, Western Washington Medical Group. I'm assuming that's a confederate of different scientists and doctors or whatever and Frederick K. Ascari, MD, PhD, University of Michigan. And below it has the uh, disclosures here. So now it's asking me to register for free, so I, I won't be able to get the entire article. I don't wanna do that all on the air, but I'm just gonna read this little introduction right here, right? Um, how DNA vaccines work. Im Hold immunizing on. is that gonna put the lady in her place? Yeah, it will, it will. Just this little part right here. Gonna do what? Gonna put what? Go yeah, Go it's gonna show. It, it's gonna show that she was being slick. That's what it's gonna show, right? So it says. So, you know you're reading the wrong thing, though, right? But I'm gonna let you read it anyway. Go ahead. Yeah, it says how? Well, I know what you're gonna say because we were talking about. Hold on, hold on. We were talking about mRNA vaccines. Right. Yeah, that's two right. separate. And, 
Right, and this one is a DNA vaccine. Yeah, right? two things. Don't right, get it. right. Yeah, yeah. I realized that, but remember, my original point was about all these these um, new vaccines being proposed. It's not just limited to the mRNA. I'm saying all all of the front runners for the proposed vaccines that's coming uh, diverge um, very sharply from conventional vaccine technology. That was my whole point. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Go ahead and read it, bro. Go ahead. Give it all right. Me. So it says immunizing the host with a piece with a piece of viral DNA rather than an antigenic protein fragment of the virus, which we already talked about, helps to stimulate the generation of cell-mediated immunity. Mm -hmm. DNA vaccines contain the nucleotides encoding an antigenic portion of the virus, such as the viral core region or envelope region. Right, um, and in the case of the mRNA, it's the spike protein uh, region. Right, the DNA is taken up into the host cell, translated. Right, so earlier we were talking about trans transcription and translation, and the protein product expressed. Viral protein is made intracellularly, and the protein is processed via the endogenous MHC class one pathway. Now, relating that to the RNA, the RNA <laughs> works in the same way. It goes inside the nucleus of the cell, and I'm not, I'm not making this up. This is from what we read earlier, right? It goes inside the cell, right? It goes into the, the factory of the cell that's responsible for, for, uh, for, for doing transcription, which is the nucleus of the cell, right? I'm not making that up. That's the biological fact, right? Um, uh, it then alters ribosome production. That's genetic manipulation. And at the top of the art, well, yeah, that's genetic manipulation. So she's saying it doesn't alter the genome. Okay, what she's saying is technately correct, but that wasn't even my claim in the first place. My claim wait, is wait, that- Wait, 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 wait. You just backtrack. You just backtrack. You Go ahead, I backtrack. How did I backtrack? Technically, she's correct. Right, but, but Sean, didn't I, didn't I already say that? Hold on, hold on, hold on, bro. Hold on, hold on, hold up. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. I'm not backtracking because from the very beginning, I said that technically she's probably not lying. She's being slick. That's the point I'm making. She's being slick. Right? She's being slick. Oh, it no, doesn't all right. Now you're saying she's being slick. Come on, I've been said that, Sean. Come on, dog. Come on, man. You playing, bro. Yeah, she's not being as slick as you, though. You've been a little more slicker. You ain't been to Ned College, Ned School, Ned Lab, and you know more than she knows. So you've been a little bit slicker. I mean, none of us have, bro, but I'm saying she talking out both sides of her mouth. She's saying, oh, you ain't got nothing to worry about. It don't alter your DNA. But yeah, you know, it, it does go into the cell. And it does alter the production of, of proteins. Right, that ain't got nothing to do with your DNA, though, know, yo. Yes, it does, Unc. It don't, man. Your DNA got your DNA. Hey, ask, ask, ask Sanjetti, Unc. I'm not asking Sanjetti. See what he tell you. He ain't going to tell me that else. I'm going to get away from him and stop talking to him if he say that. And he's a suit up. I understand you, but I wouldn't understand Sanjetti saying that. 
okay, you so you basically saying you can't find an article to say what you're saying? That's all I'm looking for, bro. Nah, I just read the, the introduction right there that said exactly what I'm saying. It don't say yep. that. Was... <laughs> Yo, you funny, bro. <laughs> it said exactly what you said. <laughs> bro, bro, it just said the DNA is taken up into the host cell and translated, and it alters the production at the ribosomal level. <laughs> That's manipulation. Like, what more do y'all want other than that? It's manipulating the normal, the normal okay. production okay. of protein. Okay. okay, let's do this. So if it does that, then what? Then what's gonna happen? It's gonna make you a bird. Gonna make your humans gonna turn into birds. What, nah, what I didn't. I didn't go all. I didn't go all down that rabbit hole. Remember from the beginning. Well, I, I mean, in the rabbit hole. But that's, that's nah, good. bro. But hold on. Remember, my point from the very beginning was that this thing don't work like how conventional vaccines work, right? And it of works by gen right. Hold on. All my only point was it works by genetic manipulation, genetic <laughs> modification. And y'all jumped not all over the genes. It's not modifying the genes. It's your modifying the cells, yo. It's the different <laughs> cells and genes are two different things. It's directly uh, right, affecting the cell. You don't get that. M cells, T, T cells, like come on, yo. They're all different. DNA. DNA, right? <laughs> and cells. Everything is a collaboration of cells. You we can play that game all hey, hold day. Hold on, hold on, hold on, real quick. Um, brother Malcolm. Hey, what's going on, gentlemen? How you oh, doing, you. Hey, bro? <clears throat> man, not bad. I'm doing doing good, good, man. Doing good, man. Been listening to y'all catch, man. It's uh. <laughs> Can you please educate us on what we what we just read, please? All right. So I'm reading an article, and of course, I uh I get subscriptions to Med uh, Medscape on a regular, and I post them daily, uh, almost daily on my posts. But uh, he's reading the emerging role of DNA vaccines and how DNA vaccines work. Now it's called a DNA vaccine, so obviously it works by uh, working with the cell. It, I mean, it's a DNA vaccine. Same thing with an RNA vaccine. So in this case, however, it's telling you, uh, we're immunizing the host with a piece of viral DNA rather than an antigenic protein fragment of the virus. It helps to stimulate the generation of cell-mediated immunity. DNA vaccines contain the nucleotides encoding an antigenic portion of the virus. So that portion of the virus is being put in there that will stimulate the response that they're looking to happen. It will stimulate uh, 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 basically pieces of that virus that will code for that virus and, and cause it to replicate. It's being noticed by the cell. Therefore, the cell can let, let the boys know it's time to get it in. Simple. Uh-huh. What's, what's the discipline, Brother Malcolm? Oh, uh, medical profession. I'm just going to say medical profession. Are you a... <laughs> No, I'm just asking. Just, are you a microbiologist, a chemist? <laughs> uh, no, neither, neither of those. Okay. No, I'm not trying to be funny, man. And, and I'm not I'm a virologist. In a hospital, yo, you on, you with me, yo? You ain't even in a hospital. You, you orderly, Malcolm. You, you orderly. You orderly, Malcolm. Yo, it's crazy, no, yo. No, I, I, I don't even know who that is, my guy. Nah, I'm just playing, bro. 
Yo, you with me, yo, me and you hanging together. We outside at the at the <laughs> bookstore reading the magazines, yo. That's but, what we do. But but uh, <laughs> there is another one by Harvard University, though. I wish I could post it. It's called RNA Vaccines: A Novel Technology to Prevent and Treat Disease. Familiar with that? Kind of, and it kind of gives a you can Google it. It kind of gives a good, pretty good breakdown on RNA vaccines and how they work. Uh, basically saying pretty much the same thing. Say uh, vaccinations is the process in which a substance called antigens or, you know, pathogens, whatever you want to call it, are artificially introduced into the body to stimulate the immune system or the set of cells that protect the body against infection. Uh, these antigens, I'm trying to get down to where we can, uh, uh, let's get down to. And all right, so for, all right, so for a classical vaccine, the antigen is introduced into the body to produce the immune response. However, in the case of DNA or RNA-based vaccine, no antigen is introduced. Only the RNA or DNA containing the genetic information to produce the antigen is introduced. Thank you. Shit ain't gonna work right. It ain't gonna do what you want to do. It's just, it's just a matter of nomenclature, man. Understanding, you know, understanding cellular biology, etc. I mean, I, I'm I'm not a guru at it, but um, it ain't gonna do. Based off of them leaving some components now, it's not gonna do what he wanted to do. No, it's not gonna yeah. cause uh, mass mutations. You know, <laughs> mutating cells. Nah, I ain't, you know. I ain't say, hey Malcolm. I don't know if you just joined, but I ain't oh, no, going. I, I ain't going. Huh? I know I've been on I've been on all day. I've been listening all day. Okay, <laughs> no, I, I I ain't say niggas gonna pop out with three eyes and right. goddamn. I ain't say all that, bro. All I simply said was the technology is different from conventional technology, and oh, it yeah. involves right, and it involves oh. man, hold on, it involves manipulation on the molecular level. I, I mean, didn't make that. No, uh -huh. I, mean, I mean, if you think about it, that's kind of always the case. Anytime you're playing with cells, you're, you know, stimulating the immune response, period, is manipulation to some degree. You know what I mean? Because you, you're doing something artificially. <clears throat> so the, the, the wording kind of would lead people who aren't scientifically literate to think that they're doing something wrong. Yeah, yeah. If, I, if I didn't know, if I didn't know what I knew now about the cell and I heard somebody say that basically the argument is saying we're going to manipulate your DNA. It would scare me away from wanting to engage in that practice because I don't want nobody manipulating my DNA. Right, but what I'm saying, Brother Malcolm, I never um, made an argument as to whether it's malevolent or benevolent. You get what I'm saying? <laughs> that's true, um, but the insinuation. Uh, <laughs> nah, see, that's y'all that's y'all read, reading into stuff. I didn't, I didn't say that. Yeah, yeah. Now that's not for you, brother Malcolm. You a good dude. I'm talking to those other rascals, uh, uh, Ankh and Ankh and Sean. They the troublemakers. Well, what were we doing the whole time, then, yo? What were we fighting, yo? I'm just. <laughs> Let me get this straight. Hold on. Let me get it straight. Let me get it straight. I don't want to be accusatory, if that's a word. You. Now that's a word. You actually said all of that to say what, yo? You was basically saying what? 
It's just a, um, it's just it's hold on. It's just to educate the people um, and let them because a lot of people don't didn't realize. I can guarantee you, probably eighty percent of the chat uh, was under the assumption that these common vaccines that they're developing uh, was going to work like conventional vaccines. I can guarantee you that. I told them in huh? the presentation. I told them in the presentation, yo. Man, them fools don't be listening. They be in the chat arguing, bro. They, like, <laughs> like Stripe seven seven. I'm gonna say this. Like man. Stripe seven seven seven. Like Stripe seven seven seven. I was in the chat telling them that the uh, the vaccines ain't gonna work like conventional vaccines, and he was telling me I'm a flat earther and five G and all this crazy <laughs> shit. And and then hold on, uh, but check this out. Look how funny it is, though, right? Then like five minutes after I, I was typing what I was typing to him, you said the exact, you read the exact same thing and he in the chat, amen, yes, sir. <laughs> like, like, like niggas be fanned out, bro. That shit funny as hell, I, man. I saw, I saw that. I did see a guy call you a flat earth, et cetera. But, um, but Aunt gave a great uh, presentation, man, he did. And I wish that he would have had the chance to give that in that vaccine debate. That vaccine debate was awful on the part of the people who were up against y'all. I wish they would at least been more literate about biology. The issue here is the reason why black people are anti-vaxxers is simply because we don't understand the immune response system. We don't understand the very body that we claim God gave us. That's all it is. Yeah. No idea about B and T cells. I mean, we, we know nothing about that. Prostaglandins, histamine, vasodilate, we don't know anything about that. If we simply knew that that's the response we was eliciting through the genius of our own biology, then we would we would probably be more uh, susceptible to accepting vaccine. Mm. Yeah. That's all it is. But but yeah. I will say I will say this though, um, when they do develop it, you know me personally, I don't want nothing to do with it. I'm Gucci. Uh, if the next man want to go shoot himself up with all kind of poisons and that's y'all business. I'm straight. Yo, that's why we're not paying that shit. It's called America, yo. You don't gotta take one. You straight. Hey, if they if they can manipulate if they can manipulate my genome to make me fly or some fly shit like that, yeah, I'll try that out. But this right here, no. How many children you got? How many children you got, yo? I don't have any children. Good, so you can exactly. do all that right now. But when you have some kids, man, teach them right, yo. Don't, don't, don't tell them that, yo. You can do that. They deserve better, yo. Don't do it. Hey, and remember, though, um, remember this. This thing is experimental. He's he arguing against it. How you gonna argue against something you benefit from? Right. That's so crazy, too, yo. Nah. How how you know I benefit from vaccines, bro? How you I know that? Well, look. I tell you what. Not to put you on the spot, but let me ask you this. Uh, <laughs> Everybody. Have you ever been vaccinated before? Yeah, facts. I, I got vaccinated in, I want to say it's either 87 or 88 in Jamaica. <laughs> did you die or suffer from any injury? He died and came back, yo. He did die. He did die. Yeah, but, but Brother Malcolm, we just got done talking about science, right? And that wouldn't be a scientific argument. That's an anecdotal argument. Right, what, what, right. But I'm asking. I'm, I'm asking. Yeah, I'm saying question, that, that. Answer the you, question. You said you've been vaccinated before. Well, obviously, I'm been... obviously I'm not dead, Sean. I mean, come on. Right, 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 right. So, did you suffer <laughs> any? Did you suffer any injuries or autism spectrum disorder or anything of that nature? Yeah, he right. got what, spectrum what, disorder, a little autism. What? You yeah, right? What? <laughs> yeah, yeah you, here you go. 
<laughs> okay, y'all, y'all want to rank? Y'all want to rank? We could get the no, no, ranking no. now. No, no, no. I'm, 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 I'm trying to be serious. I'm really trying to. I'm actually trying to be serious. Like all jokes aside, I'm trying not to laugh, man. But uncle is damn fool. <laughs> I'm, I'm well, and well, I'm, I do, I do. You know what? That's I do have um, irregular heartbeat. Hold on, I do have irregular heartbeat among some other health issues. Um, the, the, the problem with that, though, would be me proving any causation, right? Um, and the only way to prove causation is through uh, applying a scientific method. So death is only, is only uh, the most extreme uh, version of, of an adverse event. Um, as far as any autoimmune diseases that people manifest, like asthma, uh, uh, you know, different stuff like that, um, for me to correlate that to the administering of a vaccine, there wouldn't be, I could, I could speculate and say, man, I wonder if those vaccines did X, Y, Z to me. But in order to prove that, you would need to do a long-term study with a, a double-blind, uh, with a control group. One that got the vaccines versus a group that didn't get the vaccines, and then you'd observe. You know, that's how that will work in science. But They've never done that for vaccines. That's not how they do it. So th that, that would be my answer. You know, it's funny when people say, oh, the vaccine did this to me and did that to me. Y'all just dismiss Pascal, it anyway. Pascal, they never did what? what? What is it that they never did? They've never he's done. They never did a, he's saying that they never did a blind or double blind study on vaccines. Are you sure? No, hold on, hold on, hold on. Cause he, cause Malcolm tore it up. They've okay. never, they've never done a blind or a double blind long-term study where they have a control group, meaning a group that got the vaccination and a group that didn't get the vaccination. They do Haskell. What you? I'm not sure about that. I'm, I'm sure, sure about that. Put if some money on it, Haskell. Put some money on it. <laughs> hey, put if y'all hey, put a donation in the cash app, man. <laughs> What's your cash out? I'll send you some right now. Unk, look, cat, dial sign A N K H K A K E K. Hold on, put it in the chat. I can't remember all that, bro. Put it, put it in the chat. Yo, you don't know that, yo. Hey, now nah, put it in the chat, Unk. I'm gonna send you. I'm gonna send you something for real. Oh, just for losing, for getting beat up. Yeah, y'all got me on the antibodies thing. I could pay you for that. You got me. I'm going to get you on this one, too. <laughs> put, put your cash app in the, in the chat. Oh, oh there you go. Right okay. There you go. All right, I got it. All right. Hey, Sean. I Sean I, pull up, no, pull up double blind experiment. Huh? Go ahead, go ahead. Hey, Sean, pull that up, yo, real quick. The double blind experiment. <laughs> With you, Bruce, nah, hey, because y'all about to tear, but y'all about to, you about to tear it up, huh? No. I said, I said specifically where an unvaxxed group is compared yeah, to a got back. it. They got it, man. Oh, okay, all right. I told you to Google it, y'all. was being funny, but you can't. Oh, which one you want to randomize clinical trials for vaccine safety? For unvaccinated and vaccinated, they got that. That's the uh, that's the first one I think I ain't shown. Yeah, 2019. Uh -huh. Yeah, they got that. <laughs> There's anyone below that? Anyone below that? <laughs> hold on, hold on. Let me just do this for the people, y'all. 
And do that for the people, man. I can't believe you fell in that trap. They ain't never had one like yeah, they do. Yeah, so here's one right here. Randomized clinical trials for vaccine safety, efficiency, and effectiveness. Efficacy and effectiveness, right. Show me yeah. something with unvaccinated versus vaccinated. That's what I need. Yep, they got it. Anything else, bro, you couldn't do that? Yeah, that right there is talking about placebo uh, control. Yeah, I know. I was clicking. Right. Yo, just type in vaccine activists think they. <laughs> hey, and then another thing, another thing too, Sean, they be changing the definition of what a placebo is. Uh, now, real talk. Now, now, real talk. In the methodology, all right, because a placebo, uh, in most in in other scientific cases, is like a um a saline solution, a salt water. Right, I, I I I bet in that placebo controlled uh, study, I bet that ain't what they use. I bet you. They tricky, bro. I'm telling you, these people are they tricky, man. I think that you tricky. I think you tricky, yo. Why you get quiet, man? Nah, I'm waiting for you to find that for me. You want me to find an uh, unvaccinated trial? Right, a, a long-term study, so meaning like over five, 10, 15, 20 years where they observe an unvaccinated group and they observe a vaccinated group and they look at their health, uh, their health outcomes over that- Phase four, uh, so you're talking about phase four, you're talking about phase four of the trial. Phase this four what trial? The, the COVID back trial? No, 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 no. That's what it's called in those trials. Phase four. Phase four trials are typically monitor, uh, monitor stages that collect information continuously on vaccine usage, adverse effects, and long-term immunity. Yeah, that's not what I asked for, Sean. Nothing in there says unvaxxed versus uh, vax group. Vaccine trial regulator. Oh, never mind. I'm, I, I'm telling y'all, you ain't gonna find it. It don't exist, bro. Trying to help you out. We Unc just already killed you with one. You trying to find unvaccinated? Yeah, unvaxed versus vaxed. Long term. Double blind. You ain't gonna find it. Y'all there? Yeah, we have pilot comparative study on the health of vaccinated and unvaccinated six to 12 year olds in US children. All right, go ahead and read that abstract. Well, I gotta do that. I just go straight to the conclusion. That's fine too. It's all about the method, Sean, remember. <laughs> because if I read the app, yeah, but the abstract is what? A summary. Right. Right. So we already know that we got the, the clinical trial because we got the introduction. We're going to get to the method. Told you, intro, method, the study design, going to tell us everything, the results. We get straight on directly to the, to the boom bam.
put yeah, you could put it in the link for me, Sean. The uh, the link, the link to that. Why? So you can find one word that you don't like, so you can argue with us about one freaking word. So hold on, y'all the only ones that could uh, vet sources. I can't vet a source. That ain't what I said. That ain't. That's not. That's not what I said at all, yo. Just put it in the back. Let's put it in the back. Doing it. Okay. Doing it. Whoa! Slow down. Where y'all at, man? I done kicked y'all out of my little thing. All right, hold on. There you go. And we're back in south. Oh, by the way, anybody in the chat who ain't got a COVID-19 uh, test done yet, and you talking that flash shit, you a capper. You're not living. You're not living what you're talking about. If you ain't gonna let them let them ram that thing up your nose and find out if you got it or not, you're a potential bioweapon. Real talk. Strife, you took a COVID nineteen uh test yet? Nope. Hey, don't play dumb. They in the chat playing dumb. Talking about what? 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 Okay, they say asymptomatics could spread it, right? So if, yes, if you have to take- the, They're the deadliest carriers. So Exactly, right. So that's my point. Let me so finish. Let me, no, 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 no. Because no. you're not, you, you up here, you arguing 36 different damn topics. Let's stick to what we talked about. Assessment of long-term effects of vaccination scheduled on uh, morbidity and mortality has been limited. In this pilot study of vaccinated and unvaccinated homeschool children reduced odds of chicken pox and whooping cough were found among the vaccinated as expected, but unexpectedly increased odds were found for many other um, physician diagnosed conditions. Although the cross-sectional design of the study limits casual interpretations of the strength and the consistency of findings, the apparent dose response relationship between vaccinated status and several of the uh, forms of chronic illness and significant association between vaccinations and NDDS all support the possibility that some aspect uh, of the current vaccination program could be contributed to the risk of childhood mor morbidity. Vaccinations also remain uh, significantly associated with NDD after controlling for other factors, whereas preterm birth long considered a major risk factor of NDD was not associated with the NDD after controlling for the interaction between the preterm birth and vaccination. In addition, preterm birth coupled with vaccination was associated with an apparent uh, synergistic increase in the odds of NDD above that of the vaccination alone. Nevertheless, the study findings should be interpreted with caution. First, additional research is needed to replicate the findings and studies with larger samples and stronger research designs. Second, subject to replication, potentially detrimental factors associated with the vaccination schedule should be identified and addressed and underlying mechanisms better understood. Such studies are essential in order to optimize the impact of the uh, vaccination of children's health. So that's the conclusion on that particular study, but there's your first of a uh, few. Uh, vaccinated, unvaccinated, using children between the ages six to twelve, and that's a long-term thing. That's six years. Part now. Right. Move on. I'll read that. Um, 
In the uh, in the conclusion, uh, it says nothing on, about. Hold on, let's find you another one. Yeah, man. To know. them food, to, to the people playing dumb in the chat, don't play dumb. If you asymptomatic, you're potentially spreading the disease. So if you haven't taken a test, you're not scientifically literate and you're dangerous. You're not living like how you talking. Oh, Play dumb. Twelve hundred studies revealed research the vaccine industry. Yeah, seven ways, seven ways to talk to anti-vaxxers. Now I don't talk to that. I don't even want to get into that with this anti-vaxxer we got. Yo, they beating you up, Haskell. You getting worked in the chat, yo. Nah, it ain't nothing. I'm like Neo. They like Agent Smith, dog. Nah, you getting worked. Dog. I'm looking nah, at it. I'm, it's, it's I'm, I'm Neo. I'm Neo, dog. They Agent Smith, dog. It just looked that way. So man, it could be a, it could be man, a thousand. Once said you, one sister said you, you, you tripping. Nah, look, Sean. Uh, uh, it could be a thousand of them jump on me. I'm a whoop them. It don't matter. Yeah, you gonna whoop them. Yeah, all of them. Because they, they front anyway, Sean, because you just said it yourself. The asymptomatic carriers are the deadliest uh, spreaders, right? You just said it, right? So if that's the they case. Don't, but first of all, we don't, but I said asymptomatic. But what if these people ain't asymptomatic? They might so, not be, but that's what I'm saying, so if Sean. They get, if they go get a COVID test and they come back negative, yo, they, I mean, you know, they ain't the problem. Right, that's fine. But what I'm saying is, Sean, if they if they clowning anti-vaxxers and all that, and this thing is dangerous and all of that, then they should go get tested if they're responsible citizens. And if you you move the goalposts, you in Florida, bro. You need to go get a test. Nah, I ain't getting no. I ain't getting no tests. Why Fuck not? That. Why not? Nah, because I live it like how like how I talk it. You know what I'm saying? Me not you getting live a test. You talk it. You live it how you right. talk it. You got the right. mask on? Hold on. Hold on, bro. I'm to the crib right now. I ain't got no mask on. I, I'm at my people them house. I don't have a mask. But when you but when you left to go to your people them house, you had a mask on, yes? I was in the whip, but if I go in public nah, or nah, something, nah. I got you know what I'm talking about. Don't don't buck dance. Nah, no, I hold on, Sean. If I go in public, I gotta yes throw or it no. on. Do you got a mask? Yes or no? Yeah, bro. If you go to the store. If you go to the store right now, you put a mask on, yes or no? Sean, I was just finna say that, bro. When I go up in All public, right. I gotta throw my mask on. Cause I ain't trying to have nobody jump on me, bro. I ain't going through all that. <laughs> nah, real shit. I, I, I went in the public one day and somebody was like, where's your mask? I, I said, bro, get the fuck away from me. And we definitely put that like, mask on. Huh? You put that mask on straight nah, up. Nah, we damn it. We we damn near got into it, bro. Cause that's the thing. Hey, you got a question in the chat. You got a question in the chat. Though, all jokes aside, it says, do you believe in the germ theory? No, I don't subscribe to germ theory. No. Why not? Uh, cause it's invalid. Um, especially when it comes to viruses, right? So germ theory basically says that, of course, pathogens from the outside come into the body, and that's what causes disease, right? That's never been demonstrated scientifically. Whoever you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, I don't want to go down that rabbit hole though, but I, I'm just saying, uh, if you're a responsible citizen and you believe that this thing is as dangerous as y'all say, 
the responsible thing to do would be to go get tested. And if you have, if you're not going to get tested, then you're not living like how you you are perpetrating on the internet. You're not living so you, like that. You don't, you don't, so you don't think you can catch the code? Nah, nah, ain't no such thing as catching no code. You don't think that you don't think that you can get like strep throat or a fever, none of that. Yeah, you could get a fever, but remember, a fever is, is your body's response to some sort of insult to the body. That doesn't necessarily mean that that insult was uh, bacterial or or virological. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna it's a bacteria. It's not necessarily. What I'm saying is, there's a there's a uh, almost a um, infinite amount of things that can cause a fever. It's not necessarily a bacteria or a virus. Infections cause most fevers. You get a fever because your body is trying to kill the virus or bacteria that cause yeah. the infection. Yeah, that's most that's a bacteria and viruses a, do well when your body is at your normal temp temperature. But if Sean, you have I don't fever, even I don't even want to I don't even want to go there, bro. But that's a whole that's a whole show by itself. Survive. That's a whole show by I itself. Do that bro. real quick. I just want to do that real quick. Real quick. Germ theory versus terrain theory. You could get into the history of Louis Pasteur versus uh. What was other buddy name he was going against? Uh, Bayshamp, the tooth. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot to it. You know what I'm saying? I, I've done the requisite reading, you know? But it, that's a whole show, bro. Requisite reading, huh? I like how you be trying to use your words. That's what you Yeah, you know. Psychology. Yeah, man. Yeah, I wear my mask when I when I go out, bro, because I'm not trying to go to my car behind no wearing no mask. I ain't trying to go to my trunk. Behind some nigga trying to be uh, police, he ain't popping nothing. You know what I'm saying? He ain't popping nothing, yo. Put your collar. Nah, it's it's not just a screen name, Sean. Trust me. But you know, I'm a I'm a peaceful person, so let me stop talking like that. But exactly, yeah. you know what? Peaceful and quiet. Peaceful. Yeah, when you when you go out in the Argue public. <laughs> <laughs> But but Sean, you don't agree with me though. Is wouldn't getting no, a test? No, be I don't. I don't agree with you, bro. No, hold so on, you, bro. You, so Pat, no, so let me no, ask you this then. So no, let me let ask you this one question: Are pathogens real or fake? Are pathogens real or fake? They haven't been shown to exist scientifically. They haven't. They haven't shown that they, they haven't exist, been no. shown to exist. No, they haven't. They haven't purified. When do they part have to be shown, bro? Huh? When do you? What do you want to see? You want to see what it look, what a pathogen looks like? You got a, a telescope? Yeah, he said a telescope. <laughs> I want you to see far out in the, in the space. Cause no, nah, bro, that's a that's a microscope, brother. I know that. I you got to get one. Oh, you was messing with me. You got got you got to get yeah, one of them joints. You got to get you one of them joints. You gotta get one of them joints that uh polite got, man. You gotta go to polite crib, go in the garage where he got the electron microscope. You know what I'm saying? I want to Sample. see five in the space, yo. Then <laughs> come back. That's what... Who got an electron microscope? Brother Polite. He got it in the trunk, bro, in the laundry room. If he got one for real, man, big ups to him. Uh, now it's just a matter of learning how to uh, break this stuff down. But he said uh, it don't even matter if who got what. 
As Gail said, he don't, he don't think pathogens is real. Uh, so, <laughs> nah, it's a, it's a wrap. Has he said they have never presented themselves to him? Therefore, they are not real. These nah, little things not, that you can see right that, here in the microscope. That's not what I said. You tear, you tearing it up, Sean. You tearing it up. I asked you if you believe pathogens are real. You said nah, they never I don't. Presented themselves. I, I don't. I don't do beliefs, brother. I don't do All the right. belief thing. Okay, so do pathogens exist, yes or no? They haven't been demonstrated to exist. Let's see. So you've, you've uh, never been sick before? Yeah, of course. Of you've course. had the flu? Have you had the flu? Uh, no. 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 Not no. even as a kid. Chicken pox. Nah, because if, if I say I got the flu by, by necessity, that means I got infected by the influenza virus. So you're trying to so you're trying to avoid that. Yeah, but yeah, that would invalidate my argument. I, I'd be, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you I wouldn't be being... you trying to you trying to stay stay alive. Nah, I'm being consistent, bro. Nah, you are you trying to stay alive in your argument. Nah, I'm being I'm being consistent, bro. Oh, okay. That's what it is. You gotta hold your lie together. Yeah, it, it, all right. So it, it's just like it's it's just like all right, like cholera, it's right? It's a wrap. You said you gotta hold your lie together. It's over. <laughs> you funny. <laughs> funny, bro. But now, nah, so hold on, Sean. You don't agree with me that it's irresponsible to not get tested, bro. If you don't want to, if you don't want to get tested, you don't have to get tested. That's not if irresponsible. You're like if you if you're not showing any symptoms or signs, mild to little or none, and you feel like you don't need to get tested, you don't need to get tested. But if you know you've been around somebody who had it, you're gonna get tested because you're gonna feel like, man, I need to go get tested. Have you, know you gotten? Have like you gotten tested? You, and all that. Have you gotten tested, Sean? No, I haven't been. I ain't gonna lie to you. I ain't went and had my nose swab. It ain't I've no swab, bro. Listen, it ain't no. It, I mean, it ain't uh, no swabs. They do throw swabs too. But look, listen. I haven't been anywhere. When I left my job, I've been home since. I work from home. Okay. So could, could I'm you? Not, I'm not out. I'm not out like that. I'm in the house. Right, could, okay. Could you be a potential asymptomatic carrier? Yes or no? I don't know. No, I said potential, Sean. I said Any, could you anyone be, potentially could be uh, could be that. Okay. Anyone then. could be that. Okay but then. I don't know that because I have not encountered have an encounter uh like that to say that I would be an asymptomatic carrier to this novel virus. I would go get tested if I was to come in, in into contact with that. Yeah, I told you. I, look, listen, bro. I tried to sign up for the trials. Yeah, I heard that. You crazy as fuck, man. Listen, man. Listen. I don't know how you don't know how much them people at Vanderbilt was gonna pay. Yeah, I didn't cool. need this. I was I was trying to find out how much money they was gonna pay.
Boy, you a wild boy. Hey, you man, gonna what if they pay you a thousand dollars a week, yo? You gonna turn down four thousand dollars? Thousand dollars a week? What is that? That ain't no money. Okay, to do nothing. Take Bruh, listen. Be a part of a trial. I'm already home, bro. So they gonna give you a vaccine and then pay you money every day. Bro, you gonna come out of that and your joint ain't gonna work no more. Watch. My joint ain't gonna never have no problem working. <laughs> I ain't doing it, bro. I ain't doing the guinea pig thing. I'm good, bro. You in the guinea pig. I'm straight. You said, listen, listen. Pascal, has your has your uh, siblings or parents ever encountered a pathogen? Uh no, not that I know of. But again, but Sean, if I if I already said I don't subscribe to um to germ theory, you, said, you know you what my answer? You, you said you got vaccinated, yo, when you was in back at the crib. Yes. Right. Right. Okay. Right. What vaccinations did you have, yo? Ah, oh, shit, man. I know we got the BCG, which is the um. The one for tuber, uh, tuberculosis, you know, you, you guys don't get that in in uh, in America. Um, and of course, you know, TB back in the eighteen hundreds was taking out one in seven people. Right. And that basically that, huh? Yeah, TB was one of our biggest uh, worst enemies. Right. And, and brother Malcolm, TB basic basically disappeared without a vaccine, right? In the U.S. No, TB still exists. No, uh, I didn't say it, I didn't say it didn't exist. Okay. Relative is virtually eliminated. It's a well, it's, it's it's rare. Yes, TB is rare, uh, and All that's right. probably because a lot of people have caught it. Right. Uh, so you right. may have herd immunity. You know what I mean? Uh, I'm not sure, but that would be my. Uh, right. People people still catch the measles and all that, even though measles is pretty much endemic at this point. So that don't really. You know what I'm saying, but 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 to answer your question, Sean, uh, BCG, I know for sure. Um, I'm pretty sure we got the polio vax because by then the polio vax was out. Um, I probably got. While you huh? I'm beating up autism while you talking. Oh, I probably I probably got the smallpox vaccine. Let me ask my cousin. Hey, my Sharma, you, you you know which vaccine them give? A Jamaica, one time again. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we, we old, man. We, we old niggas, man. That was a long time ago, man. <laughs> <laughs> that was a minute ago, bro. What well, well, long ago? But yeah, BCG for sure. Uh, probably polio and probably smallpox is what I would say. All right, so uh, yeah, I'm gonna wrap this thing up, yo. We had fun. We, you know, what I mean, we got our information now. Haskell came and dropped his nuggets on us, and then pseudo side us up a little bit, gave us some new knowledge. You know what I mean? I just been basically showing people uh, sources that that agree that you know there's no link between these uh, vaccines and autism. Um, that's what this whole demonstration was. I was going down. It's like a plethora of information regarding that. 
court doc, you know, court situations and all that. It talks about vaccine safety, examine the evidence. So uh, yeah, a lot of people won't go there and look at that, but this is this is this is good information. But I appreciate everybody tuning in. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we got to give our brother Haskell a round of applause. He stuck it out, you know, and um, he he'll tell us the truth, you know, if if it wasn't recorded, and then he'll deny it if it was live. So um, we know he's been vaccinated, so he's benefited from vaccines. Yet he does not want to have his children, possibly his children of the future, vaccinated. It's weird. Well, lie, y'all, I'm gonna wind this thing down, man. Haskell, enjoy your family. Uh, Brother Mal, appreciate you hopping on, building with us, man, educating the people. Yeah. We y'all in these uh, YouTube, Facebook streets. Everybody be cool, be easy. Shimmy Hotel, we out.